0: about that ladies and gentlemen we have a theme song
1: excellent opening that yeah. is fucking awesome That's some kicking tunes right oh yeah fuck yeah man yeah. i love it it's got a real uh like third wave ska feel to it which mm-hmm. is my shit yeah like 100 i love ska music so awesome yeah now i'm fucking digging that for sure
0: yeah so those are our friends over at uh hooky
1: yeah big shout out to those guys what's their twitter i forget Hookie like uh skipping school that yep. kind of thing yep. nice nice
0: at Hookie st louis
1: St. Louis or SDL? uh, St. Louis. St. Louis. Okay, cool. So yeah, guys, check them out. Give them a follow. Tell them thanks. Let them know that we sent you. That is our new theme song there. We finally got a theme song. This is starting to feel more professional. I might have to start giving a fuck when I record these now. Yeah.
0: The song's called uh, Ball Bounces, and it's the title track off their debut album.
1: Excellent. Where's the debut album at? Can we buy it anywhere? You
0: can, yeah. I've downloaded it off of Google Play. It's also on iTunes. Yeah. I think they've even got physical copies in certain record stores around the area, too. So
1: Excellent. Go out there and buy that, guys. Yeah. Don't be a dick. The
0: album's called 600. Six the number.
1: Hundred. It's the sequel to 300, I believe. Yeah, they doubled down on it. Twice as good. (laughs) No, but seriously, thank you guys so much. That is amazing. Fucking great intro. I love it. Get y'all jacked and ready to go. Mm -hmm. Now that
0: the weather's warming up, they're going to start doing some more gigs around here soon, so we'll start plugging those so everybody can head out and check them out live.
1: Oh, yeah. We'll we'll have to make sure that we're like a week ahead of time because it takes us forever to get these edited and out and everything. What do you mean Forever. I've been pretty good lately. You have been pretty good, but then also uh, me and Emma forget to upload them like the day okay. you send them in, so there's yeah. that too. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of chains in this mm-hmm. three-person organization that we have, and by three-person, I mean two, because right. I don't really do much at all. Yeah,
0: you're doing what you do right now. This basically. is it. Yeah. This is pretty
1: much all I bring to mm. the A to Z organization. Well, and beer. And beers. Yeah. I do buy the beers. Yeah uh yeah this just you know it's kind of how i've lived my whole life okay just kind of show up just bringing bring, beers yeah just bringing beers i show up i'm charming i crack some jokes people like me then i get my dick sucked it works mm. out well okay <laughs> <laughs> Uh, seriously though, thanks again, Hooky. Really appreciate it. Great fucking intro. Great way to get jacked into this Hell yeah. fucking podcast. And now it just feels way more professional. I think so. So I'm gonna have to. That, that's
0: part of what was missing, I think.
1: You know? Yeah, I think it helps. I'm gonna have to try to not get blackout drunk anymore. Hmm. During, which I haven't in a while.
0: Well, a while for you, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I mean blackout drunk on the podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get blackout drunk like once a week. Hmm. I mean, on the podcast, like gotcha, that is mentions gotcha. like episode fourteen that mm-hmm. I literally couldn't remember mm-hmm. what we had recorded. Yeah. So, which is always kind of fun whenever you send me the uh, rough cut because then I get to listen to it. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. That's a good, that's a good joke. Nice yeah. job. Yeah.
0: Nice. You start laughing at your own.
1: <laughs> Just do commentary to my own commentary on things. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much again for joining in. Yeah. This is, of course, your favorite. Midwest podcast done by two dudes in a basement. Yeah, with letters involved. With letters involved. It is the A to Z show. And we, as always, are A to Z. How you doing, buddy? You doing good?
0: Yeah, feeling real good.
1: Really? Yeah. I don't know how you are because you're on fucking call.
0: Well, I mean, it's been pretty good lately, so I think I'm all right. That's Uh fair. I'm not scared of
1: getting called in at the moment. I just don't get, like, how you don't drink on days like... Fuck that dude That would suck So hard And I know that You're very good at your job And mm-hmm. you do good work mm-hmm. You probably make decent money I couldn't do it Really? It's it, I just I don't know if I could go A whole week without drinking I've <laughs> never done it before Since that, I was like 14 I don't know how I would react to that
0: That might say something About you I don't know
1: Yeah I'm an alcoholic I guess. Okay well, We already know that I mean It's whatever
0: The first step is admitting it That's so. what the A stands for mm-hmm. A to Z <laughs> Oh okay Here Alcohol. I thought it was Andrew <laughs>
1: Alcoholic Zach is the A to C (laughs) podcast. No, it is, of course, Andrew, because Uh, you are America's sweetheart.
0: Oh, look at that. That was a nice intro. Mm
1: -hmm. I haven't got to it sooner than usual. You did? Yeah. Don't worry. I got other shit to talk about. I am your favorite failed alcoholic comedian who lives in the Midwest and is under the age of 30 Okay. and has blonde hair and blue eyes. That is correct, yes. Okay, there yeah. we go. I at first saying, I was going to have an objection, but yeah, okay. Oh, no, i got to whittle that shit down. Yeah, yeah, you
0: you fit the criteria now.
1: Yeah, i got it all in there. <laughs> whose, whose first name starts with a Z, and middle name starts with an A, and last name starts with an M. Mm-hmm. That is you. That is me. Me we, is you. We are you. <laughs> I'm America's failed comedian, Zach. Thanks again, guys, for listening in. We really appreciate it. You are all awesome. Hopefully, if you're listening to this at work, I hope you're just having a good day. Hmm. If you're listening to this at home, I hope you're having some beers and shit and having a good time. Or, you know, whatever you're into. Yeah.
0: What if they're driving?
1: You should never drink and drive.
0: But they're listening to and driving is what I'm saying.
1: He says, jokingly. I'm, I'm glad I don't drink and drive so much as I used to. Anymore. Yeah. I used to do that way too much, man. There were a couple times I did, and I really regretted it, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I'd... I did it way too much. And I was also doing it underage, which was a really bad Mm. idea. I was, like, 19 and hammered out of my ass and then just fucking like, yeah, I can drive home. It's cool. Like, (laughs) driving home from Alton to my house, just (laughs) drunk as shit. Wow. Like, yeah, if I get pulled over right now, I am fucked. Like, Mm -hmm. 100%, there is no warning for a 19-year-old who's blackout drunk driving. (laughs) It just doesn't happen. So, luckily, never got pulled over. Even more luckily, I never hurt anybody, which is really cool. Yeah. So... I don't really drink and drive too much anymore. I pretty much... I
0: mean, that's what you got Emma for.
1: That is true. That yeah. does help. Mm-hmm. She's really good at that. She's a great DD. Especially because she doesn't like to get drunk in public that much. Really? Like, she really doesn't like getting fucked up around a bunch of people she doesn't know.
0: That's true. I really haven't seen yeah. her that drunk now that I think about yeah. it.
1: Yeah. If, if we're at, like, a house party or something and she knows we're staying that night, mm-hmm. she'll let loose and get fucked up. Okay. But if we're, like, out at the bars or something, she usually, like, holds it back. Okay. That And she's not a big fan of me whenever I'm drunk, so... Mm. You know, so then she stops drinking. because She's like, well, I'm gonna have to drive because this fucking asshole won't. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not in like a mean way. We don't have arguments when I get drunk. It's oh. just uh, I can be a little. Um...
0: It's, it's not like some couples. <laughs>
1: no, no, it's not like that at all. We have a good time. We really don't have any kind of fights, to be honest with you. Hmm. I think our longest fight we ever had was like five minutes. And then, like, afterward, it was both of us just, like, apologizing to each other. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Like, it's fine. And then, like, we just move on from it. We really don't have a lot of fights. Wow. It works out well. It's uh, I wonder what that's like. Well, the key <laughs> to any relationship, you know, take this with a grain of salt, because I've had a lot of shitty relationships, and now I have one good one. Okay. But really, that's all you need is one good one. It's literally just communication. You have to just be able to talk to each other. And not that it's a chore, but Mm. it is kind of work. It's going to suck sometimes. You have to be able just to talk to each other and tell each other how you feel at that time. Be like, Mm. hey, you know, like, when you did this, I felt this way. And, like, I know you didn't mean it that way, but this is just how I felt. So if you could just kind of not do that anymore or something like that. And then if you're with a person who's, like, good and you should stay with, they'll be like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that, obviously. I'll try to not do that. And then... None of your fights, are like, there's nothing under the surface that ever simmers. Yeah, you never
0: escalated your voice at all during the whole sequence.
1: Exactly. Well, it's like, that's where all the big fights for couples come from, is that there's other shit that they're not talking about that's just simmering under the surface. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, they forget to take the dog out one day or something like that. And you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you, you whore? I should have murdered you in your sleep. And it just, you know, like, my mom was right about you. It, that's where that shit comes from. But if you get all that out anyway you never build it up you never have to worry about it when you're good or just get high together a lot Mm. I would honestly say do both communicate well and every now and then like smoke a blunt or something like that or even better pot brownies Uh that's what's up actually pot gummy bears is what's up because that's my two favorite things in the world bears gummy bears and marijuana specifically the gummy kind (laughs) Oh, I love gummy bears so much man
0: what if it was a pot
1: regular bear like a giant hairy gay man? Yeah. Just made yeah. of marijuana?
0: Mm, he just fucks the smoke right into you. He just
1: blasts THC onto my face and back yeah. and neck. Yeah. <laughs> and chest. He's just like, yeah, you want to get high, take this shot. Mm-hmm. And I'm See? like, nah, I mean, you know, well, I'm not that much of a drug addict, so yeah. I'm okay. That I don't think anyone's ever sucked dick for weed. Let me take that back. Uh, I'm sure plenty of people have sucked dick for weed, but not out of a addiction kind oh, of thing. Okay. Or just of like, hey, this guy's got weed and I don't have to pay for it if I blow him. And it'll take five minutes. I'll suck it. I'll just suck his dick. Hmm. I'm sure that has happened. but
0: Probably happening right now.
1: <laughs> while they're listening to this podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the guys gonna stop. We're like, that's not why you're doing this. Right? Yeah. She's like, no, of course not. <laughs> oh, I really yeah. care about you. <laughs> Sorry for calling you out ah that's hilarious i it love is. it so yeah if you guys are out there sucking dick for weed right now i hope it's because you just genuinely enjoy sucking dick and smoking weed hmm. i don't want you sucking dick for weed because you're forced to because at that point get some help if you're sucking dick for any kind of uh, addiction that's not sucking dick
0: hmm. yeah because that could also be an
1: addiction oh i'm sure i've yet to find that woman Or Twinkie Man. Either one. I don't care at this (laughs) point. As long as he's shaved and I can close my eyes, it's the same thing, right? (laughs) There's nothing gay about getting your dick sucked. Write that down. Put it on a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. (laughs) <laughs> For our first podcast t-shirt. <laughs> where the fuck is this going? Is I've gone through nine different doors. I don't know where I am yeah. anymore at this point. You're usually
0: me. the one that brings us back into it. Yeah, but, I am yeah. in a
1: hall of mirrors, my friend. I'm yeah. not sure where we're at. I You're... got all excited from the new fucking theme song. I started thinking about yeah. rock and roll. Yeah. Dick sucking and yeah. marijuana. Yeah, and you just went down a rabbit hole. Now we're gone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're in the back hallway of Matrix Revelations or something. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm talking to the architect. Mm-hmm. With the 4,000 video screens <laughs> in the background. This has all happened before. <laughs> it has, 26 times before. Fair. Yeah. Actually, yeah, is it, is it 26? This is 27. Was it 26 we just put out? Yeah. Okay. I'm not good at numbers. Mm. How many letters are in the alphabet? 26. Oh, in the yeah. American alphabet. Oh, that's right. We have to change our name now because we got through the alphabet. Yeah. 2A2Z. Oh. There you go. Double your pleasure, double your fun. Fucking Fast and the Furious style on them. Mm-hmm. And then Paul Walker's sh- uh, Burned Corpse will show up on the podcast at one point. We'll th- we'll throw it to him every now and then.
2: All right.
1: There he was right there. That was oh, his okay. uh, interjection. It was Paul Walker's Burned Corpse, everybody. Say, yeah. say a big hello. Follow him on Twitter, at corpse underscore PW. You have to make that account now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm going to have to, because once this comes out, somebody else is going to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we had a pretty good weekend. We were playing D&D. For part of it, yeah. Yeah, and then you had your birthday. I did. I'm old. You are now 37. I know. Congratulations, pal.
0: Thank you very much.
1: This is your post-birthday podcast. Yeah, coming down off that high. Hell yeah.
0: It was really cool, though. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody that was there that night for all the congratulations and the big cake. Of course. It was really neat. I did not expect that at all.
1: Did I, I just the, want to
0: say to the podcast audience that I blew out all 37 of those candles in one fucking breath.
1: That is true. <laughs> Barely, but it did happen. So. They did go out. And there was only like a minute amount of phlegm on the cake afterwards. It really, so was a it minimum, really wasn't that yeah. bad.
0: Compared to what usually. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it all worked out fine. <laughs> did I tell you the story about how that cake got like worked out? No. Where, um, so like Alex and Ruben texted me about two hours before I was going to text them to be like, Hey, just so you know, Sunday is Marvel's birthday if you guys want to do anything for it. Uh, Ruben texts me and he's like, "Hey, uh, he's like, Varble's birthday's Sunday, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." And we were all getting together on Saturday for D and D. This was Friday night. Okay. And um, he's like, "Oh, okay. Well, uh, me and Alex were thinking about getting a cake." He's like, "Would you be cool with that?" I was like, "Yeah, sure, of course." He's, I was like, "I'll, I'll throw you guys some money uh, whenever I see you Saturday," because me and Emma usually get over there early anyway because mm-hmm. we don't usually have much to do on a Saturday. <laughs> and then he was like, "Alex wants to know uh, what kind of cake Varble likes," and I was like. Why the fuck would I know that? I don't know. He's like, well, yeah, but you guys look like really we're good podcast friends. Partners, <laughs> like, yeah, you guys are really good friends. You have a podcast <laughs> together and so I'm like, yeah, we don't talk about cake. I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, how the fuck would <laughs> how do you answer that question for yeah. anybody that you know? Right. My fu- I don't know my dad's favorite kind of cake, to be honest with you. I'm and you lived with him for I'm, a long time. Yeah, I've lived with him for like twenty one years. I have fuck. no fucking clue. Does he even eat cake? I don't even know. No, I've seen him eat eat cake before, but oh, okay. I don't know if he cares one way or the other. Hmm. It doesn't seem like it. And then, am like, I, that's kind of what I told him about I was like, I'm like, like, like Varble likes pretty much any kind of sweets. I don't think he's going to care. So, like, just go get a cake. And they're like, we'll, we'll get a chocolate and a vanilla. That way we, we know he gets one that he likes. And it's like, he's not going to care that much. Yeah. No- Although it would have been hilarious for you to, like, cut into it. Like, what is this, vanilla? <laughs> Fuck! And, like, throwing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what a great bit. Just walk out. <laughs> yeah. It would have been a fantastic bit. Uh, <laughs> I, I would have pissed myself laughing if you'd have done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's just one of those questions that doesn't come up that much if you're, like... Just because you're friends with somebody, you're not like... Yeah. Like, what kind of cake you like? I'm like, you guys ask me what kind of superheroes he likes. I can tell you that much. Or, like, <laughs> movies he's into. I can mm. totally give you that answer. Yeah. Don't know, we don't fucking talk about cake. I don't know. We don't watch a lot of bakery wars together. I don't know what mm. to tell you.
0: Let me close out of that topic real quick
1: then. <laughs> 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 Top ten cakes. <laughs> <laughs> By Buzzfeed. What is your favorite cake? I mean, now we'll just go ahead and get it out there on the air. So we'll know. I mean, not that I would expect to get it because usually like bakeries don't make it, but it's German yeah. chocolate. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I was going to say that. Yeah. That does not surprise me at all. You look yeah. like a German chocolate kind of yeah. guy. I'm a big fan of the, the coconut flakes. And, you know, that's fair. That adds a lot to it. I think that's one that my dad likes too. I think he likes German chocolate cake. Yeah, if you're just going standard fare, like it does, it, there's really not much difference. That's fair. Well, now we have it on record, so next year we'll hmm. be able to work that out. Okay. So that's good to know. Now I finally know what kind of cake you like. Thank God. My life is complete. Yeah. <laughs> I can kill myself tonight. <laughs> It'll be all fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't do that. No, I'm going to feel responsible.
1: No, I can't do that. We yeah. just got a theme song. You want to end it now? Fuck that. Yeah, for sure. You got to at least going. wait
0: until you get that up posted, so...
1: Of course. Yeah. It'll be really funny when their band goes huge and they get a record deal and then they have to take the theme song away from us mm-hmm. because we can't afford to have it. <laughs> yeah. Just so be like, yeah, look, I know we're friends and everything and we, I appreciate you guys plugging us, but nah. Warner, Warner Brothers ain't going to have it. So right. go ahead and give us that fucking song back. <laughs>
0: I appreciate Ray. Like, thank you. And you, like, you know, we're being all humble and stuff. Like, oh, I can't believe you'd ask us to mm-hmm. be your you know, podcast theme song. And I was like, well,. You know, we're not that big or anything. Like, yeah. he, he acted like it was a big deal that I oh, yeah, even acted. Like, they just played Battle at Bush last summer exactly. and got invited exactly. to the finals. That is amazing. So they went back and played, and again, at Bush Stadium twice. So. Fuck yeah. Yeah, they got a pretty big following.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things that's like, you are far more successful than we mm-hmm. are. So. Oh, yeah. yeah this is, I mean, we appreciate it to know I mean, that. we
0: are both on iTunes, so. That is true. We we are equal in that way. But. Yeah, only ours is
1: free, and it's still nobody listens to it. Oh, yeah, there's <laughs> that. There's that. <laughs> No, it'll be hilarious, like... But we had a verbal contract, like, <laughs> fuck you. Verbal contract, my dickhole. Get the fuck out of here.
0: So you're saying I should save that text? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: That's 100% what I'm saying. Save that text and send it to a notary. And have them <laughs> figure that shit out. My mom is a notary, so that'll not Excellent. Good. We are all set then. Never mind. Fuck them. They can get as big as they want. It's our song now. <laughs> <laughs> you have any idea of the power of huh. a notary? Yeah. <laughs>
0: They'd have to introduce it every time they play it in concert. This is "Ball Bounces," <laughs> the theme song to the A to Z show. <laughs> Check them out.
1: They're fucking playing it. <laughs> They're playing at Ballpark Village, and like, <laughs> just the the drum stops, and everything like cuts down. The lights kick on, and I walk out like, "No, that's our song. You can't play that." Mm-hmm. Everyone follow us on iTunes. We're still doing it, surprisingly. <laughs> 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 oh fuck, that'd be amazing. And then that's how we we go viral because it'll be all over YouTube. Mm-hmm. Angry <laughs> drunk man, angry failed podcaster slash comedian shuts down concert at ballpark stadium or ballpark village <laughs> <laughs> and demands that that's his theme song for some reason. Although he had nothing to do with it, <laughs>
0: he didn't even acquire it. His, his co host got it. He was every-
1: told about it the day he showed up for the episode. <laughs>
0: seconds before they started recording he played the clip for him
1: <laughs> and he liked it that was it that's all he had he liked hey, it he liked it <laughs> he liked it and it was on his podcast <laughs> he, said, he demanded it was his <laughs> that's how laws work oh fuck and then he 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 was getting drug out by security he just kept yelling Andrew's mom's a notary you can't touch me <laughs> I thought this was America <laughs> uh you know what's really funny? I'm not even 100% sure what a notary does. So <laughs> I know they have a stamp. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's involved. Yeah. That's about it. But I can tell you what movie Batman's family was watching when <laughs> they left the theater and they got shot.
0: And several versions of the timeline, too. Yes, several
1: yeah. of them. Notaries? I don't know. <laughs> Real world <laughs> aspects? I don't know. Something with a stamp. That's yep. all I know. Got it.
0: Now, if Bruce Wayne became a notary, then you would know.
1: Yeah, if somebody would have written that into one of the Batman arcs, I would know what a fucking notary was. But that's on them, not yeah, me. Exactly. I, should, I should sue DC. Yeah, DC, get your mom on the phone. DC failed you. You this. didn't fail America. Get your mom on the phone. I need to talk to her about this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear. Her. Let's call her up right now. <laughs> Put her on the podcast. Ah, <sighs> that was fun. It was. So what is that? It podcast over then? I guess we're all good. Yeah, pretty much. Work's done. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> no, we're not going to leave you like no. that, guys. Come on. We, we're better than that. You teased him last week. I did. promised. Yeah, we're going to bring it up this week for sure. We'll, yeah. we'll do that. Even though we have a lot of topics. We do have a lot of topics, but yeah. maybe we'll we've gone a, long before. We'll yeah. get, I was going to say, later. maybe we'll just have a long episode. Yeah. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Uh, if, if anybody bitches, Andrew's mom is a notary, so good luck. Yeah, come at us, bro. Yeah. Good, good luck with that dog. <laughs> good luck cutting through that red tape. How do we get to that chocolate? yeah, we were talking about cake mm-hmm. German chocolate yep. cake yeah, a natural video. segue.
0: yeah,
1: I don't know. I am curious, like how many other people know their best friend's like favorite cake? three
0: you think so yeah, I think three people because I mean,
1: you don't know my favorite cake.
0: No, I didn't even know if you
1: ate cake. I've never seen you before I mean, I'm not big on sweets i I'd, I'd take you more of like a pie person than a cake person. I do prefer pie over yeah. cake that is true I
0: think ultimately I would too. Yeah. Not pie. that I'm unappreciative. No, I mean the, oh, the cake was a great gesture, but cake is always fantastic. If you give me the choice and you're like, here's a piece of pie or here's a piece of cake, I'm gonna probably eat the pie.
1: Probably gonna take the pie every yeah. time. What's your favorite pie? Banana cream quite a bit. It's a fair one. Yeah. It's a good one. Pecan for me. Ooh, yeah. Big fan of pecan pie. That's probably my favorite. And then for cake, it would be red velvet. Oh. Red velvet cake you is You go my favorite. very fancy. I love red velvet cake. And it's fun, because I only get it once a year. Oh, yeah? On your birthday? Yeah, on on my birthday, where my grandma makes me a shit ton of red velvet cake. Oh, homemade, even. Oh, yeah. That's that's even better. Oh, no. Uh, Grandma Jane, don't fuck around. Okay. And then uh, my aunt usually makes me some red velvet cake, and then Emma usually makes me like red velvet cupcakes. So I have like red velvet cake for like a month and a half straight, and then I don't need it again for the rest of the year. So that actually works out pretty well. (laughs) I have met my quota, and I am good.
0: All right. So you ready to jump right in? Yeah, let's do it. You want to just pick up where we left off last week? Sure. Or do you want to save that one?
1: Uh, your call, man. You're, you're running this ship. I'm yeah. just here. Let's go right into it. I think
0: I've got it pulled up first anyway. So. Excellent.
1: Let's do it, then.
0: All right. This could take a little while, but I think it'll be fun.
1: Yeah, this was the one we teased uh, last week and then mm-hmm. didn't get to, so we're going to do it now, because we always keep our word. Do we? For the most part. Okay. <laughs> Eventually, we do.
0: This is from the ringer.com, and it was their list of the 40 best movie musicals of the past 40 years. Ooh. They went from, from Greece to Mary Poppins Returns, was their time frame.
1: See, one of, one of the pictures in this little collage they have here is definitely Jack Black from School of Rock. Okay. I don't know if I would call that a musical. Really? So, I mean, the, it,
0: it's, it's. It's all a, about music.
1: It's a movie with musical numbers. But, and the entire plot revolves around the music school. Yeah, it? but it's also like, they're not doing like, I don't know. It's I would call it a weird gray area. Okay. Anyway, let's get into the list here.
0: Alright, starting off with a bang here. Something I've never heard of.
1: Number 40, Pennies from Heaven. Hmm. Now I can't, this one's not ringing a bell. It okay. should, because it's got Bing Crosby in it, which makes me an asshole. This was Steve Martin's first dramatic role, and the movie bombed. (laughs) Audience (laughs) expecting the jerk got something sweeter and more delicate. Martin's quote about the film's reception is one of the greatest in movie history. Quote, I'm disappointed that it didn't open as a blockbuster, and I don't know what's to blame, other than it's me and not a comedy. I must say that the people who get the movie in general have been wise and intelligent. The people who don't get it are ignorant scum. (laughs) 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 Fucking Steve Martin's the man. Number 39. Ooh, Emma's gonna like this. Is she? Mamma Mia. That's the ABBA one? That is the ABBA one. Yes. Or ABBA, sorry. ABBA, I don't, I don't think it matters. Oh, okay. It's ABBA. It's ABBA, but that's fine. <laughs> Jesus, it made $610 million worldwide? Yeah. Son of a bitch. I mean, it is a giant cast. I mean, just some of the names here. Meryl Streep, Pierce Brosnan, Colin Firth, Stellan Skarsgård. Not the best Skarsgård, but still a pretty good Skarsgård. Yeah. Uh, Julie Walters, love her. Dominic Cooper, is he in that? I haven't I seen *Mamma in know, a while. Dominic Cooper in that? Really? I like him. And Amanda Seyfried. I've never seen the movie. I've seen bits and pieces of it from Emma played like on on YouTube. Mm. And um, it was also a Broadway show, though, <clears throat> right? Yes, I have seen productions of the Broadway show like on YouTube as well. Okay. It seems fun. Like it seems like it, it would be f- something fun to be in. Okay. I don't know. Should I like give my background as to why this is a topic for me? Or- I mean, do people if you want know, to, like, yeah. I mean, we I mean, brought you, it up, but yeah. there could always be
0: first-time listeners. I'm not sure what episode that was. Yeah, It's probably let, been a while.
1: Let me just run it through real, real quick for you guys. I um, used to do musical theater for about six or seven years. I was in several different productions. Still am a big fan of musicals. The best thing about musicals is that it is an entirely American form of theater. Really? Yeah, America invented the musical. Mm. Other countries had like operas and things like that yeah. where it was all singing where the american audience went a little bit of both so you had like the actual acting and then you had the singing so you had to be better to be in a musical because you had to be able to act sing and dance and i could do all three of those middlingly okay in the midwest so i was able to get parts and it worked okay. out very well <laughs> <laughs> so yeah this this is why Varble's bringing this up is because yeah. he knows that i like musicals and was in musicals yeah. so. i just figured it'd be something you could talk about for a while pad that's some f- time that's fair uh, let's see, number 38, Waiting for Guffman. Cannot say that I know this one, I'll be honest with okay. you.
0: It's uh, one of Christopher Guest's first movies. Ooh, He wow. did like Best in
1: Show and This is Spinal Yeah, Cat. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I like Christopher mm-hmm. Guest. Oh, okay, he's, he's I didn't awesome. know if you knew him. Yeah. Uh, oh, Parker Posey's in it, apparently. And Catherine O'Hara? Huh. Oh, shit.
0: So this is really funny because it sounds like it's like a, a mockumentary kind of of what you just talked about. at the community <laughs> theater troupe in the Midwest. <laughs> in Blaine, Missouri, <laughs> by the way. I,
1: I would point that out. <laughs> hmm. I might actually check that out. That at some point that might be kind of fun. Oh, this one's this is an awesome movie. Have you ever seen this? No. Uh, number thirty-seven is Enchanted. It is a fucking fantastic movie. It's really funny and a pretty good musical as well. Okay. It's kind of fun. The whole setup is Amy Adams and uh, oh fuck, what's the guy's name? He played Cyclops in the X Men movies. Oh, and James Marsden. Yeah, he's also in it. Okay. They are in at first. They're like Disney princess and Prince Charming kind of thing. Like literally in an animated world. Okay. And then, does she get cursed or fall through a door or something like that, babe? I forget. Something happens, some kind of plot device, and then instead of be, she's no longer drawn anymore. She gets thrown into the real world, and so now she's Amy Adams, who does look like a Disney princess, and she just acts like kind of. Yeah, like, now that you talk about it, yeah. Oh, she's gorgeous. I love her, <laughs> and so she just is in like New York. Like real world New York, and she's still acting like a Disney princess. and, Like birds are flying to her, and she's like singing the whole time. And shit. It's a really funny movie. It's <laughs> really fun. It's really light hearted, and it's super sweet. Great time. Patrick Dempsey's in it.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool. It's a lot of fun. It's a really good like Sunday morning. You got nothing else to do. You throw that on. It's just, it's it's a fun watch, and it's just a it's it's a good time. Okay. I, I really like Enchanted. There's some really good songs in that. Number thirty six, The Greatest Showman. It's on my Amazon Prime, like it's like HBO or something like that. One of them has it where I can't watch it, I just have not gotten around to it. Emma okay. really wants to watch it, so I feel bad for <laughs> not doing it yet. it would probably be cool. Hugh Jackman's a very talented actor, and he does really well in musicals. I mean, that's kind of why he got the role in Les Miz*, even though he probably shouldn't have, because it wasn't that great. <laughs> it was like the whole uh, YouTube video of him in Oklahoma got huge, and then like a year later he's in fucking Les Miz*. so. Wow. No, he's a very uh, talented guy. He's actually a fairly good singer, to be honest with you. Like, surprisingly so. Oh, number 35, Moulin Rouge. Everybody's favorite fucking drunken (laughs) sing-along. Moulin Rouge is a great movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've seen it, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. The only problem with uh, (laughs) the (laughs) signature moment... Elephant Love Song Medley, a.k.a. the song that primed a bunch of 12-year-olds to be Girl Talk fans eight years later. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. There's only one problem with Moulin Rouge. I can't tell who's prettier, Nicole Kidman or Ewan McGregor in that movie. Mm. That's my real problem with it. Because he is a dime piece in that flick. And Nicole Kidman's pretty fine, too. So, I don't know. It's, it's hard oh, to pull out. Oh, that's my shit, dog.
0: There you go. This list just got
1: solidified. Oh, this is amazing. Number 34, Hercules, as in the Disney animated film. Mm. Fucking fantastic movie. Wonderful musical. Still haven't seen it. Oh, God. There's so many good songs. They uh, Danny DeVito's in it. They do that great thing of having the Greek chorus be like a... R&B, like, all-ladies, like, sing, like, group from the, like, 50s sort of thing. Oh, really? Oh it's backup singer kind yeah, of thing? It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Hercules is great. Fucking, uh, oh, what's his name? James Woods is fucking Hades. Yeah. No. This is, a, have you really never seen this? No. Oh, this is a great fucking movie, buddy. Animated Hercules. Disney's Hercules. Great film. Still love it. Number 33 is School of Rock. Uh, so I do like, besides being about a guy who commits identity fraud and child abduction, it's also a delightful movie about kids finding their voices featuring Jack Black in his most tolerable. Ouch! <laughs> Damn! Damn, there was some, like, Ooh. some cutting remarks there. No I'm kidding. I don't know, it's it's hard to call this one a musical. Because usually in a musical, when people are singing, mm-hmm. it's seen as, like, part of the reality Where, like, they're performing and it's part of, like, the reality of whatever is happening in the story. Mm. Where them, they're just kind of just playing music. So, it's... Okay. Like I said, it's kind of in a gray area. At least to me. Devil's Advocate, at least.
0: They have turned it into a Broadway show now. Oh, yeah, no. So... And, and that's That fair. might be what they're basing it on, too. It's, it's been a Broadway show. This is the movie version. Okay. Yeah, I mean... That I, might be part I, of I it. can
1: see that, too. And, I mean, I'm not saying it shouldn't be on the list. Okay. I just think it's kind of a gray area to call it a movie musical. Yeah, okay. Maybe it's more of a musical movie, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Where, yeah. like, usually in musicals, like I said, one, the songs and the performances are part of the reality of the world, where it's not seen as weird that people are dancing and singing together. Mm. That's actually what's fun about Enchanted, is that... Uh, Cause she like turns her Disney princess powers and like everybody else starts dancing with her and shit like that. Oh, really? And like Patrick Dempsey is like the main guy in it. And he's the one guy who's not like affected by it. So like everybody else is like dancing around and singing with him. He's like, how, he's like, how do you guys know this song? What is happening? <laughs> it's it's really cute. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, there's nothing wrong with school of rock and I, I love that movie. I just, it's, it's weird to call it a musical okay. is all I can say. It's more in a gray area coming from a, ex-theater nerd well, I guess yeah. still a theater nerd so
0: <laughs> at least it didn't make it too high 33 out of
1: 40 so. yeah no that, 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 that's fine Oh, another oh man animated Disney movie they're speaking right to your heart number 32 Mulan which is a fucking fantastic movie oh yeah oh yeah have you never seen that one either no have you never seen like any of these animated Disney movies not very many oh they're so good buddy you're missing out it's a lot of fun there's a lot of good songs in it the artwork in it is amazing fucking fantastic animation Uh, A lot of good songs. Got Eddie Murphy as a dragon. So, (laughs) what else are you looking for? That was not me making a joke, either. He really is a dragon. Oh, okay. He's a dragon named Mushu, which seems a little racist, to be honest with you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and kind of too close to Mulan. Oh,
1: is this the one with Johnny Depp? I have no idea. I've never heard of this. Yeah. Okay, Cry Baby is number 31. Oh, it's a
0: John Waters movie.
1: Yeah, I don't remember it being that much of a musical. I mean, there's some cool people in it and shit. I was not a big fan. Iggy Pop movie. is in it? Yeah. Ig- Iggy Pop's in it. Tracy Lord's in it. Hmm. Um, I saw it once or twice when I was younger. I'm not a big fan of it. Although, to be fair, my ex-girlfriend, like my big ex, that was like one of her favorite movies. So maybe mm. that's why I hate it. But okay. I, and I don't even hate it, but I don't know. It's okay. Eh. I'm going to say eh. Okay. I would actually put School of Rock above it, to be honest okay. with you. <laughs> okay. I don't know what the hell this is. Number 30, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Fucking my nickname in high school. Um,
0: (laughs) A glammy and vibrantly uncouth love letter to the likes of Lou Reed, Iggy Pop, and David Bowie. I like all three of those people. A cult classic adaptation of John Cameron Mitchell and Stephen Trask's celebrated off-Broadway sensation is the best pure rock opera since Tommy. Hmm. It's also louder and looter. The Angry Inch is a nod to a botched sex change operation <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Then all the other rock operas combined. It bombed at the time, but eventually hit actual Broadway as a beloved time capsule starring the likes of Neil Patrick
1: Harris and Tay Diggs. That doesn't, I mean, Neil Patrick Harris will do anything. Yeah. He's a little attention whore, and I love him for it. Number 29 is Country Strong, which... Oh. I, I thought re- this movie was like a huge <clears throat> bomb. I didn't realize anybody even liked it. Yeah, I mean, I remember telling myself I wasn't gonna even watch it because I saw the commercials and it looked fucking terrible yeah. I was like no thank you number 28 Coco that's the uh, Pixar animation one that's like a bunch of like Mexican uh, like what's the guitar thingy like flamenco guitar shit and like they are all mm. like candy skulls and stuff like that I haven't seen it yet I've heard it's really fucking good the animation's oh. supposed to be amazing I'll have to give that a shot at one point I know Ruben told me he liked it so but then again he's Puerto Rican mm. so what do you expect yeah spoke to him <laughs> hell yeah number 27 rock and roll high school The fucking ramones made really a mo- oh yeah they made a movie out of it dog the ramones
0: are in a musical
1: yeah wow it's pretty fucking fun okay i like it a lot i've never even heard of this it is a total campy like 70s 80s fucking just cash in on the <laughs> fact that the ramones made a lot of money you don't like this movie? We can't be friends. Is in the fucking uh, article. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a it's a fun thing. I'm pretty sure if I remember, I haven't watched it in a while, but I'm pretty sure um, the Ramones show up like at the end and like rock the school down and shit like that. It's a okay. lot of fun. Uh, number twenty six, Dream Girls. That would be the Beyonce one mm-hmm. that. I mean, almost made me not want to watch it, because that's all I heard was, like, fucking Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. I'm like, there's eight other fucking people in this cast, and I hear something about them if they're any good. Which, I mean, it's fair. You're standing next to Beyonce. It's what mm, happens. Right. Well. I mean, that's kind of the point of the movie, right? Yeah, I guess. And how, like, the
0: star of the group overshadows the backup singers. Or yeah, whatever.
1: it's it's how Gladys Knight left, left the pips. So... <laughs> <laughs> I think I watched that one time, so I don't really remember it that well with, okay. with Girls, but...
0: It is also another Eddie Murphy movie, so that's two for him on that's the list.
1: That's two, man. yeah. Eddie Murphy loves <laughs> musicals. I guess so. And transsexual prostitutes.
0: Mm. Coincidence?
1: Mm. <laughs> uh, number 25, The Muppets Take Manhattan. You've had to have seen this one, right? Probably.
0: Oh, but All the Muppet movies kind of like blend together. They're all so good. Because they were all just kind of on in the background. I don't know if I've actually seen it straight no. through.
1: But they're so good. That's, well, a, yeah. that's yeah. so sad. It's hard to you
0: know, dislike the Muppets. You can't do that.
1: Oh, they're fucking great. Although, The Muppets Christmas Carol, I think, is a better movie than this. But mm-hmm. The Muppets Take Manhattan is still a uh, great flick. Okay. So, I'm cool with that. Yeah. All right. Number 24, okay. straight yeah. out of Compton. I mean, is that the biopic with N.W.A.? It is. Again, not going to call that a musical. Right,
0: like, this seems even more <clears throat> egregious than School of Rock. Like, yeah. You're literally... Okay. <laughs>
1: Like, you made a biopic about a musical group, and so you had their songs in it, and they're mm-hmm. writing their songs, I would assume, because that's part of their fucking biography. Right. I don't know how you would call that a musical. They're they're trying to pad to get to 40. They probably could mm-hmm. have cut this down to 20. Yeah. They're like, well, let's, let's pad it a little bit. I don't know. Number 23, Hairspray. Another you know, John Waters movie. Yeah. Well, the original one was. I think they're thinking of the. They might be talking about the newer one. but Oh, I don't yeah, yeah, they are. Travolta. Either. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's. It was... Whatevs. Amanda Bynes is weirdly pedophilic in that movie. Mm. You remember her? They got her in, like, fucking pigtails, and she's sucking on a lollipop the whole time. It, it, it was creepy. I was mm. like, who's ever directed this movie is creepy to me. Also, the funniest thing to me about the Hairspray movie is Travolta does a thing... Because in the Hairspray, the actual production, which they did in the movie as well, mm-hmm. uh, the mom is played by a man. It's usually, like, a big fat guy, and he's in he's in drag and stuff like that. Right. And so Travolta played that, and with anybody else you'd be like oh wow what a like what a leap for them but then like everybody heard like yeah Travolta's playing a giant drag queen essentially in a musical and everybody was like yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah, cuz he's <laughs> Travolta's so deep in the closet he's finding christmas presents at this point i mean jesus
0: <laughs> ooh nice sing street mm. that one's a fun one
1: Sorry, I had a mouthful of beer. I apologize. No, that's cool. No, Sing Street's a really good movie. Yeah. Let's, look at that. There's, there's one you've seen. Yeah. Now now you're on the list, Bubba. I know. There we go. And this is 22. We're like almost halfway through this, motherfucker.
0: This was really fun, though. Mm-hmm. I liked this movie a lot. No. I did not expect to. I was almost forced to, but I really enjoyed <laughs> it after I watched it.
1: No, it's it, it's a really fun flick. Uh, mm. God, I don't know where you'd find it now at this point. It's still on Netflix, I think. Is it still on Netflix? I, I really? So, yeah. Excellent. That's yeah. A, no, that's a good movie. Yeah, so
0: uh, set in the 80s. A bunch of Irish teens get a band together and basically try to become a copycat of different American bands, basically. Yeah. And try their hand at different things. so It's fun. A lot of different styles.
1: Yeah, yeah. They do a lot of different songs and a lot of different styles, and it's all... Uh,
0: mm-hmm. You get a little rom-com into it, too, with mm-hmm. them trying to go after the girl.
1: Yeah, and not a shitty one, either. Like It's yeah, a it's fairly like, well-done love story. Oh, yeah. It's <clears> realistic, <throat> for sure. Yeah, and it's, it's just fun. Like, the... Um, Fucking talking in this movie. What is the word for that? Jesus. Dialogue. dialogue. Yeah. Holy fuck. The dialogue in that movie is really well done. It's mm-hmm. like really realistic, but yet still gets the point across and is able to uh, display emotion and shit like that. So yeah. it's, it's a fun one. Yes. Oh, there's another Disney one. Okay. Number 21. I seen that either. Uh, Moana. It's a great flick. Oh, yeah? Really good. Got The Rock in it, buddy. Mm. And The Rock is singing. He sings a song himself. Well, uh, that's Probably Dwayne Johnson. I don't know if that would be The Rock singing. It's the same thing. It doesn't matter. No. What, The Rock can't sing? No. Nope. He's the greatest, he's the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. You think he can't sing? In sports entertainment, not musical entertainment. This is what, you think it's not sporty to dance around? You sweat. Mm-hmm. You go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs>
0: is he good? Does he really?
1: No, no. He oh. actually really, really does a really good job. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's really well done. Yeah. Moana's good. Moana has the song that uh, Alex sings a lot whenever we get drunk together. I don't know if you've ever been there for those nights.
0: I was there for one, but you know, I was kind of drunk also. So, is it this one?
1: They're fantastic at it. Yes, that is it. How far I'll go. Sorry, I, should, okay. I forget that people aren't sitting in this uh, room with us. Whenever I talk about things, number twenty once. Um, I don't know if I know this. Oh to be honest. Oh, there you go. Fuck. Mm. Sorry. You want to come talk about it or? Uh, it's really good, and one of my favorite songs to sing and play on ukulele is "Falling Slowly" from that show. Hmm. Nope. There you go.
0: They do say that is the signature moment of the movie. Well,
1: we'll watch it. It's really good. Okay. I wasn't against watching this movie the first one. I don't know why you're trying to, like, goad me into it. I think it's because I can't see your face because it's behind a microphone and some cords. I've already accepted the fact that people think I'm gay because I like musicals. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be... Oh, well, this is another Irish one, too, so
0: you're already oh, in that.
1: No, man. We're good. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> That's all I needed. Moving on. Oh, here's another one for Emma. Number 19 is Pitch Perfect. <laughs> yeah, she loves Pitch Perfect. It was it was
0: better than I thought it was going to be. It's
1: it's pretty okay. Yeah. There are some funny parts. Anna Kendrick kind of irritates the shit out of me sometimes. Yeah. Especially that fucking cup song. It makes me want to smash every drinking cup in the world against her forehead because I've heard it so many goddamn times that I can't take it anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm not going to I mean, there are times where Anna Kendrick is fun and she's sweet. I Kind of hate her in this movie, and it's not even her fault, it's just because I had to hear it so many goddamn times. Number 18. Oh, everybody loves this one. I don't know it. The best little whorehouse in Texas. Dolly Parton's in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's I know fun. her. Yeah, everybody loves Dolly Parton. It's a pretty fun one. I mean, it's really 80s, which is kind of fun. Uh, and then, um, you know, you got Dolly Parton singing a lot of songs, and Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Fuck yeah, <laughs> Burt Reynolds. And then I didn't did know we, he could sing. Burt Reynolds can do anything. Or watch your tone. <laughs> Ooh, number seventeen, mm-hmm. Labyrinth. You've had to have seen that one. I have. Okay. Also another one I didn't really
0: think of as a musical, but I guess it is. There's yeah, a lot of songs in it's, it.
1: Again, I would put it almost in the school of rock territory, where um Yes there are songs. Although to be fair, some they, of them they play do into exist the plot in yeah. the reality of the story. So yeah. I guess this is more of a musical. Yeah. Yes, that's fair. You wouldn't think of it, but it does have David Bowie in it. So immediately it, it becomes super mm-hmm. uh, dramatic and glam rocky at all times because David Bowie's the man.
0: <laughs> the signature moment is, of course,
1: you know, <laughs> the dance. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, of course.
0: He sings, he dances, he kicks puppets, he swivels around in very tight pants, and he monologues at an infant, all in a three-minute song. A master of the
1: craft. Oh, God, David Bowie is the fucking man. <laughs> David Bowie is one of my favorite existences that's ever happened before <laughs> i can't even call him human i'm not sure exactly what david bowie is yeah I'm, I'm not even sure david bowie is david bowie i think david bowie inhabits the shell that is david bowie every now and then and that's mm. where the full force comes from, Came but, from it, yeah. but he can't be in there at all times because if he uses 100 percent of his power he'll explode mm. so it's you know it's got to be very leveled
0: next one is a very good halloween movie
1: <laughs> it's, a, it's both for one i want to point that out number 16 is the nightmare before christmas callback is a callback and it's totally true it is definitely a both movie that is literally the whole point of the film but yeah no that that is a great musical mm. I sing that all the time and that one definitely is a musical
0: for sure no, oh, yeah. there's no arguing that one
1: no that is 100% of musical i'm pretty sure it was it was off broadway but there has been productions of the nightmare oh, really? before christmas before yeah. okay yeah, that's great. Got fucking fantastic music. Uh, Danny Elfman is always the fucking man. And mm, oh They're God. going with
0: what's this for the musical moment. I don't know.
1: They're not using the one that was covered by Fallout Boy, though, are <laughs> they? Because that makes me want to fucking kill everyone in Fallout Boy immediately. <laughs> no. for how dare you? It's one of those things you don't cover. Yeah. So you leave that shit alone. Also, fun little fact for you, okay. Danny Elfman does the singing for Jack Skellington in that. Really? Mm-hmm. The composer does? Yeah doesn't do the voice when he's speaking and things but he does the singing Ooh, interesting so a fun little uh factoid for you right. take that home uh number 15 everybody's favorite lesbian disney movie frozen mm. uh, <laughs> that's a that's a tumblr joke for everybody for some reason tumblr thinks that uh elsa is a lesbian okay what because she's a woman who doesn't immediately have a love interest that is a man, so clearly she's a lesbian. That's the only thing that would work, because okay. you can't just have your own personality and not have it rolled into your sexuality. Is she the normal one or the ice one? She's the ice
0: one. Okay. I have not seen the movie. She's the so. one who
1: looks like Hitler's dream. Oh. <laughs> it's actually a pretty good flick, though, to be honest with is you. Is it really? Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's really well done. Okay. And again, animation is just off the charts on that. Beautiful artwork. Idina Menzel who sings the Let It Go is amazing. Yeah. Even though um, John Travolta got her name wrong at the Oscars whenever she got, like, uh, she, like, won an Oscar that year, I'm pretty sure, and then, yeah, like, for sang the, like, that song. song. Yeah. <laughs> Adele Dazeem. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. Giant queen. <laughs> Fuck John Travolta. Number Oh. oh. <laughs> Why would you put it that high <laughs> Number 14 is The Wiz, and I am, just shocked that it's that high up, but okay. For those of you who don't know, The Wiz is the black version of The Wizard of Oz, where in the late 70s, they decided to take The Wizard of Oz and put, like, fucking Michael Jackson and Richard Pryor and... Was it Diana Ross, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Just a bunch of, like, really famous black R&B singers and Richard Pryor. <laughs> and and then um, made The Wizard of Oz. Okay. It is insane. I, it's not a good movie. There's some fun music in there. Okay. And the, do they uh, not use the Wizard of Oz's music? No, they like put a, they somewhere with a rainbow. They and... put a little twist on it. They do oh. have somewhere with a rainbow, but instead of uh, like the we're off to see the wizard, it's like get on down, get on down the road, go see the Wiz. It's fucking crazy. It's uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, All it's right. it. I'm I'm shocked that it's in the top fifteen. That makes no sense to me.
0: Climactic seven-minute Emerald City disco scene set at
1: the base of the World Trade Center. Yep. Yeah, it's it's all happening in New York because okay. it's urban. Uh. Hmm. Or like a fantasy version of New York. What, whatever. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's like the Wizard in the Glass, basically. Whenever mm-hmm. they, they go to the mm-hmm. Emerald Tower. No, it makes <laughs> and sense. And oh. they see the World Trade Center. <laughs> Number 13, Dancer in the Dark. Again, um, never heard of this one, to be honest mm-hmm.
0: with
1: you. it's only Bjorks in it.
0: Mm-hmm. And she like a crazy. She said that she was harassed by the director,
1: so th- this is fun now. <laughs> yeah, this this sounds like a really fun watch. You can watch the slight racism of the Wiz and then Bjork watch is
0: a daydreaming factory worker who's going blind and is accused of murder.
1: A hardcore <laughs> melancholic Lars von Trier joint. <laughs> Fuck off, <laughs> joint. Like you're fucking Spike Lee. <laughs> and a train-based Tom York duet happened. Jesus, Bjork gave a barely veiled account of sexual harassment at the hands of a danish director okay so yeah this movie sounds like a lot of fun
0: but for those who dig it there's nothing else like it
1: (laughs) okay oh yeah this movie's hilarious (laughs) again weird to make it a musical Mm. but whatever uh number 12 which again don't know why it's this high up on the list this makes no sense to me uh number 12 is walk hard the dewey Cox story (laughs) which don't get me wrong is a Mm. really really funny movie and i'm a big fan of it yeah especially with how much that i hated fucking walk the line i was happy to see uh walk hard to be like okay good somebody else realized how fucking shit that movie was and how walking phoenix can eat my dick um i don't know why you'd put it number 12 on top 40 greatest movie musicals of all time but there is some really good shit in that movie his fucking first concert he has at his high school <laughs> like all the kids, like the girls rip their shirts off, and, like the guy punches the priest out and shit like that. Oh god, it always makes me fucking laugh.
0: I need to watch this again. I haven't seen it since the.
1: It's really funny.
0: I bet it would hold up well.
1: I think it did. I watched it like a about a month ago or so. Oh, really? It was just on my uh, one of my channels that I owned on Amazon Prime. Okay. I was just, nice. Yeah, fuck. I'll I'll watch that. Oh, another Disney one. Number eleven. Aladdin, which we're all going to get to see remade here soon. So, yay, hooray. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, no, Aladdin's good. I mean, you've seen that one, though, right? Yeah. I okay. Hmm. Aladdin's good. Everybody's seen Aladdin. It's like a great movie. Uh, did you see the um, newest promotional picture for the whole cast, by the way? I did not. They look like it's the porn parody of the Aladdin movie. Oh, boy. It's amazing. Hmm. So anyway, let's go to number ten. Ooh, okay. okay. Oh. Again, definitely not a musical. There's only two fucking songs in it. Well, hey, there's more than that. But let's go ahead and get Emma's uh, <laughs> thoughts on this. Hey, babe, yeah. guess what number ten is? Uh, a Star Is Born.
0: Okay, Which version? Oh, okay. It is. It is the latest version. Okay. Yep.
1: It's not a musical movie. It's not a musical movie. It's It's a movie about musicians. It does not make it a musical. I mean, it's a, it was a good movie. I liked a it a lot. It's a fantastic flick. I was a big fan of it. I really wouldn't call it a musical, though. <laughs> to yeah. be honest with you. It's a good movie. Everybody should go see it. It's mm. not a musical. Number nine is the animated version of Beauty and the Beast, which is great. Have you ever seen it? hmm It's a fantastic movie. Yep. A lot of great songs. A lot of great animation. Good story. Good jokes. Good comedy. Yeah. The live version sucks dicks. Yeah. I'll tell you that 100%. And Emma Watson cannot sing. I don't care how many fucking angry Harry Potter nerds are going to get at me on Twitter. She is fucking useless. And she's not even that hot. So fucking come at me.
0: I do like this. They picked for the movie signature moment. Gaston. Oh, it's, Ga-
1: oh, it's got to be Gaston. It's like the best song in a whole fucking movie. I love that shit.
0: <laughs> the tender dance share between Belle and the Beast in the lavish ballroom is the obvious pick. But I'm going to have to go with Gaston. The most purposely vain Disney song ever made. He is such a messy bitch and a perpetually underrated musical villain.
1: (laughs) Uh, Gaston is my spirit animal for one, so we're all gonna watch our tone on how we talk about me slash him. Messy bitch. Accurate. (laughs) No, that's like my favorite song from Beauty and the Beast. It's amazing. Even though, oh, little fun fact, you know my favorite musical. Sweeney Todd, hmm. not the Tim Burton movie, the actual version of Sweeney Todd, the George Hearn. I didn't know Angela. there was
0: anything besides the Johnny Depp version.
1: Oh God, that's so much better than the Johnny. Helena Depp Depp Carter. No, it's yeah. it's terrible, it's awful. They cut out half the songs in it for one, and then uh, fucking Johnny Depp is. If if it's on the rest of this list, I'm gonna sh- literally shit a brick. <laughs> but uh, yeah, George Hearn. I kind of hope it is. Now is a really good Sweeney Todd. Angela Lansbury, who is Mrs. Potts in Beauty and the Beast, is also Mrs. Lovett, and has been on Broadway and everything. The Helena Bottom Carter character in Sweeney Todd, who's Mm. serving dead people up in meat pies and shit like that. She is famous for being Mrs. Lovett. She she was Mrs. Lovett for like 20-something years in different productions. Broadway, in fucking London, shit like that. She's amazing. She's like the greatest fucking Mrs. Lovett ever. Someone's got a crush. Fuck yeah, I do. (laughs) Angela Lansbury, call me right now, please. She might be dead. No, she's still alive. Oh, thank God. That would have really bummed me out. Ooh, number eight. One of my favorites. Little Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, it's fucking amazing. Have you ever seen it?
0: It's been a long time.
1: Oh, it's so good. Rick Moranis, Alan Green, who uh, also played Audrey on the Broadway version of Little Shop. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's why she can belt so fucking hard and suddenly see more. She belts like a motherfucker. And then Steve Martin's also in this, so he's the dentist. Mm-hmm. No, Little Shop of Horrors is amazing. Signature moment. You just call it's at least probably the most lasting song because Ellen Green is singing. Oh god, she's amazing! That she belts because she she does that like that like high breathy voice the whole time, and then she belts like the baddest bitch in the history of the world. Oh, it's amazing. Anyway, let's continue. Okay. Number seven is. La La Land. Didn't that just come out? That was all about the kids getting abused at Michael Jackson's house, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. There's a lot of music in mm-hmm. that? Yeah. That mm-hmm. kind of seems a little fucked up, but okay. <laughs> no, La La Land, the movie that I hate. Do you really? I fucking hate this movie so goddamn much. It's not oh, even funny. I kind of liked it. Nobody in it can sing, for one. They're all so fucking auto and produced. It's bullshit. Yeah,
0: I don't know if that was the point, though. Like, you know, I think that's part of the plot. Yeah. They're just normal, they normal people.
1: Yeah, Every musical is just normal people, but you still cast people who can fucking sing. You you know what they are in Oklahoma? They're fucking homesteaders in Oklahoma. You think they were all belting out tunes whenever they were dying of dysentery and shitting themselves to death?
0: Yeah. I fucking
1: hate this movie so much. And I love Emma Stone. I have a huge crush on her, and I fucking hated this movie.
2: Hmm.
1: Who else is it? Ryan Gosling, right? Is that the other? mother? Yeah, no. La La Land sucks dicks. And the fact that it's in the top ten makes me want to... fold this monitor in half that's sitting in front of me wow let's go to the next one Was a fun ending though i'm actually excited for the next one number six south park bigger longer and uncut a fantastic musical yeah written by people who love musicals matt stone and trey parker both did theater growing up and they're both huge fans of uh musicals so (laughs) fucking fantastic really funny songs really hilarious writing Oh yeah, and really well done music. Actually, <laughs> like surprisingly well done music. Like they yeah. got like legit orchestras oh, yeah. to do shit with them. It was it was a lot of fun. I love. They the get Edson the uh, movie.
0: the whole thing is like uh, when you row 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 your boat. Whenever you sing it, like in, in step with other people, but oh, you're okay. off step yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I forget what the word for that is, me, but me too. But I don't when they do that during the big part of the end where they're combining like. The revolution and oh, blame yeah, Canada yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. like they they wrap every song together into one. You, like you know what that's that based it? off of, don't you? Mm-hmm. That's from
1: Les Mis, like the actual stage production. Oh, really? Yeah. There's oh. a um, towards the ending of Les Mis, there's about six different people's songs all roll together, and it's all like one big. Oh, really? Uh, spot. Yeah. Okay. I was all in right. Les Mis a couple times, so.
0: Hmm. Were you in that scene?
1: Yes. Okay. Because there's like seven people singing, so. Okay.
0: No, I've heard this is good. And have not seen it.
1: I haven't seen it in a long time, so I don't remember that much. It is number five. Is that thing you do? And I saw it like one time. It nothing is sticking out to me. I'm not saying it's bad. I just don't remember anything from okay. it. Okay. So, five, God, it seems so it's like high. Like a, pe- like a Beatles parody, right? Kind of. I think so. Yeah. Uh, God, that seems high. But all right. Yeah, no, it's cool. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> number four, the Muppet movie. Hell yeah telling you the Muppets are unstoppable you can't stop them they're so good they're so good (laughs) Um, so this is one where they first had the Rainbow Connection so that makes sense which is a fucking fantastic song everybody knows Rainbow Connection
0: it transcends the movie itself like that's everybody knows that song even if you've never seen this movie people who've
1: never seen the Muppets know fucking Rainbow Connection it's I mean yeah it's a fucking fantastic movie who doesn't love that one let's go next we gotta start burning through these here okay Number three, All That Jazz. Oh, God. I saw that one time, and I don't fucking remember anything about it. Shit. Hmm. I should have jokes for this, but I don't. Okay. No. I'm I'm sorry, guys. What's moving on, then? I've let you all down. I'm a little disappointed. Yes. Number (laughs) two is Purple Rain. Fucking Prince. The one and only. The artist formerly known as Prince. You can't stop him. You know who else is in Prince? The greatest band of all time? He's in Prince The motherfucking time Did I say who's Who's in Prince Okay You know who else Is in Purple Rain No but go ahead The greatest band Of all time Oh yeah Moore's Moore's Day and Jerome Oh nice The okay. greatest band ever mm-hmm. The motherfucking time Yeah
0: But to be clear They haven't been in Prince I mean, <laughs> That you know of I don't know their lives Okay I'm to judge
1: okay. They made fucking They're the time They can do whatever the fuck They want <laughs> Of the time you would written by God herself and handed down to Moore's Day and Jerome number one is The Lion King which is a good one yeah I mean yeah everybody likes The Lion King so, I'm so not good mad they gotta it. remake it so. yeah we're gonna get a totally new live action remake yeah. by live action I mean we have stronger computers now uh, so yeah no that's cool moving into other topics
0: we're finally gonna close on the deal Disney's acquisition of 21st Century Fox is going to be closing next week. Hmm. $71.3
1: billion. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. This really kind of sucks, man. Like, Disney is now going to have a hold of, like, everything that's good in entertainment. And we've already seen what Disney does when they have a hold of things that are good in entertainment. They ruin them. Mm. So... I don't know. I mean... Yes, it's Marvel, hard to... Marvel is still doing good, except for the fact that they, they canceled they, they all exploded. their fucking net Netflix shows and got rid of those, which everybody loved and were amazingly written shows. And the fact that they just let the fucking dudes who are already running the Marvel shit go anyway and didn't change anything. But then they get into fucking Star Wars and they get a clean slate. They get to do whatever they want. And what do they do? They fuck it up. It fucking sucks. They made like one okay Star Wars movie since they've owned Star Wars.
0: Rogue One was fun. I yeah, that's what it. I'm saying.
1: Rogue, Rogue One was pretty okay. Everything else that Disney has made that involves Star Wars has sucked. And now they get to have, like, the X Men and fucking uh, Deadpool. Deadpool, which, I mean, goodbye, Deadpool. See you later, because Disney will never make an R rated movie, because you can't get as many ticket sales with an R rated movie. So I hope you guys all like Deadpool, too, because that was the last one we're going to get. Fantastic Four. Yeah, but that already sucks anyway, so. (laughs) Even the comics suck for the Fantastic Four, to be honest with you. I just pissed off a lot of people, I'm sure. (laughs) I don't know. That's assuming a lot of people listen, so. Fair. (laughs) I don't know, man. Disney's really starting to piss me off, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's why I keep bringing them up, just to make you mad. Fair. Yep. I don't know. Just, I mean, X-Men's going to suck now. X-Men already kind of sucks now. Um, We'll never get another good Wolverine movie. Deadpool's mm. probably gone. Forgot about Alien. They apparently own the Alien franchise, and so now those are going to suck. Although, well, to be fair, the last one sucked yeah, I fucking say, hard anyway. Yeah, you've been talking about stuff that's like, well, it's kind of on the decline anyway. But still, there's chances there for goodness that Disney will not allow. They'll either have something where they can pump a shit ton, where they know for a fact they'll make a shit ton of money out of it, or they'll lock it in their Disney vault and we'll never see it again. Goodbye experimentation. Disney does not do experimentation for movies. Ever. They have a formula, they have their fucking equation that they fill out, and you follow those steps, or you do not make a Disney owned movie. So, how's Avatar 2 gonna turn out? Who cares? The first one sucks so fucking hard anyway. If I wanna watch Avatar, you know what I'll do? I'll watch Dances with Wolves, the better version of Avatar. Or, I'll watch fucking Pocahontas. It's just as real, and it has better music, and it's the same goddamn story. Fuck Avatar. And fuck James Cameron while you're at it. I hope he goes down to the bottom of the ocean and stays there. I hope he gets rickets and loses his legs. I'm
0: <laughs> Keeping the Disney train going. <laughs> 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 Their new streaming service has now been announced that it will include the entire Disney motion picture library.
1: How are they going to fit every movie ever made onto a fucking library? I don't know. Since Disney buys everything.
0: <laughs> I mean, that is kind of neat, though. You don't have to wait for it to, like, oh, what what's going to be here this month, and when's it leaving, so i got to watch it before it leaves. Like, yeah, they're going to keep
1: it on there. Yeah. How, how much is the Disney streaming service going to cost, I wonder? I
0: think they do mention it down here somewhere. Maybe not. Maybe that's somewhere else I read.
1: Oh, look at that. However, the service reportedly won't include R-rated content. What did I just say? Goodbye, Deadpool. Goodbye, R-rated movies. If Disney owns your property, it will not happen.
0: You'll buy it just so you can watch Hercules and I will, and I'm very upset and, that I will. Yeah, yeah. it'll have all 57 feature films from the animation studio.
1: Oh, is this where The Mandalorian's going to be on? Mm-hmm. Fuck, I thought that was going to be on HBO.
0: No. Damn
1: it. It's Star Wars, owned by Disney. That's where it's going to be, man. Yeah, well, I was hoping somebody who knew how to make a movie was going to make it, because I was kind of looking forward to that. It looked pretty good. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this one does sound cool. Marvel's gonna be making a What If series for Disney Plus.
1: Yeah, as long as it makes money and uh, is it rated R. Dude, I loved What If. That some of my favorite comics when I was a kid. That's fair. It's a good idea, but I don't. Like I just said, Disney does not usually let people experiment when it comes to films.
0: This isn't a film. It's a TV show.
1: But you know what I'm saying, media. I don't think they're gonna let him do an actual What If. No, then. I think it's all gonna be. Fucking... I think it's
0: gonna be. It's gonna be good. It's going to feature the actual vocal talents of the live-action MCU stars.
1: That's cool. I just don't think they're going to go that far with it. You know what I mean? I think it'll be, like, pretty fucking meh. gonna turn out like, oh, I chose red as my main color instead of blue as Spider-Man. That's the what-if change. <laughs> what if Uncle Ben died of a heart attack instead of a gunshot, and then he's just, like, just a scientist, and he's just solving heart cancer? <laughs> I, I You're just
0: know. being grumpy now
1: I am I fucking I, Disney makes me so goddamn angry
0: I was excited for this one I thought you would be too
1: No I'm not Because Disney doesn't let People experiment When it comes to films And
0: this isn't a film It's a TV it show It is
1: uh, and media Disney doesn't let people Fucking experiment in media anymore They have whittled everything down To a fucking equation Like it's the Pythagorean theorem And that is it That is what you get to do
0: Transitioning to some comic news Only one thing this week. I'm not quite sure if it's going to make you mad or make you happy. Let's find out. Yeah. So it's, of course, a Batman story. Hmm. So they did the Dark Knight Metal thing last year. Mm It was a big crossover thing, which I don't know. You said you haven't read that yet, really. Yeah, it was a mashup. Yeah. Well, it explores like a, a multiverse kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different Bruce Wayne's from different timelines. Yeah. And, uh... It's like the Spider Verse, right? So there's other ones where he did become Batman, still, but it's a Batman with a twist. So uh, this one is going to be a spinoff called The Grim Knight. Oh,
1: and uh, in
0: that one, you can uh, go ahead and read here.
1: Okay, as introduced in the Batman Who Laughs number two, The Grim Knight is basically a mashup of Batman and the Punisher. He is all of Bruce Wayne's ambition and skills, but none of his compassion. Ooh. Instead, he's happy to use guns, bombs, and any other means at his disposal to end the scourge of crime in Gotham City. The goal of the spinoff issue is to explore the Grim Knight's origin and what led this particular incarnation of Bruce Wayne so far astray. Now, knee-jerk reaction on why I want to be angry, seeing a picture (laughs) of Batman holding a gun that's not Flashpoint.
2: Mm.
1: However, because I've seen Flashpoint and read Flashpoint, and granted, that is a giant twist that I don't know if I want to spoil. Yeah. I assume anybody who's listening to this podcast has at least uh, seen or read Flashpoint. I don't know. All right, I'll, I'll keep it quiet for now. If you guys want to know about Flashpoint, uh, tweet me. <laughs> um, so part of me knee-jerk wants to get mad about it. And then the other part of me kind of likes the idea. Yeah. They're admitting that it's you know it's not canon. It's a different Spider-Verse. <laughs> It's a different Spider Verse. Okay. It's so different that it's bats. Mm. It's a different Bat Verse. Uh-huh. And I, you know, it seems like he's gonna get some depth. They're not just fucking around with it. They're not just like, well, what if we gave him a gun? That would be fun, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if they keep.
0: And it is your boy.
1: Scotts. Okay. We're we're fine. That's all you had to say was it's it oh, Scott Snyder, man okay. We're good. Scott yeah. Snyder loves the Batman more than I love the Batman. I got nothing to worry about. Okay. Um. No, I think this uh, this actually might be pretty good. I have to check this out at some point. Uh, you know, they've said it's not canon, they're not trying to fuck with actual Batman, this is just exploring the character, and if they're going to keep the things about the Batman that I enjoy, although part of, the, like, one of the things that I enjoy is the fact that he doesn't use guns, for the reason that he doesn't use guns, I enjoy that part. Yeah. Uh, so, this just seems, um, it's really interesting, actually, I'm going to have to give give this a look out. This looks pretty fucking uh, dope, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that did not make me angry. Oh, it got rated 8.8. 8. The first volume did. Jesus. Yep. Visually stunning and nuanced companion piece to the Batman who laughs. Nice. Also, just the artwork from just the little bits that it's showing are uh, pretty fucking dope. Like, yeah. like up here in the corner here with him in like, the SWAT yeah. universe and, like, the fucking title page is amazing. Yeah, this this might be cool. This might be something to keep an eye out for. I kind of like the idea.
0: Okay. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't know it could have gone either way, really.
1: So... Yeah, I mean, that's, and it is, I kind of feel about either way about, although it's Scott Snyder, so I'm not worried about it whatsoever, because, like I said, I think Scott Snyder likes the Batman more than I like the Batman, so I have nothing to worry about.
0: All right, so we're about to get into some stuff here. So, I know you're at least aware of it, because we we made the joke earlier about the Neverland documentary. Mm Mm-hmm. And in response to that...
1: Yeah, it was, a, it was like the number 14th musical or something like
0: the that. The Simpsons have pulled their Michael Jackson episode from rotation. They won't air it anymore on FX or, really? or on the app, yeah. No shit. So, that seems a little extreme to me. Like, just because somebody does something <clears throat> bad, you gotta erase them from all existence?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's this weird thing nowadays in our society... Where it's like almost a Stalin-esque like view of history, where it's like, no, this must not exist at all. Wipe it away. It yeah. must be gone. Where it's like, people can suck and still have done something that was good to watch or something like yeah, that. or
0: listen to like.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I'll, I'll still listen to Thriller. Yeah. Like, and I know Emma's gonna disagree with me on this. I'm pretty sure Michael Jackson was molesting children. I'm almost positive of it. There's a lot of evidence now. I don't know, but I'll still listen to Thriller. Like, still good. You can separate the art from the artist.
0: That's what I'm thinking too. Like, a lot of people are calling for you know people to you know not sell his CDs anymore, and not play him on the radio. Mm-hmm. And not pulling this episode, yeah. And,
1: like I don't know. Yeah, I just it's, that it's, seems like a step too far. This to is me. the same shit that got James Gunn fucking fired from Guardians. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, you made a joke fucking ten years ago. And so we need to just wipe out everything. Like, yeah. I'm surprised I didn't pull Guardians from the fucking uh, canon of the MCU. Like, it's just—it's so crazy. Like I said, it's Stalin-esque, where they like, whenever the USSR came to power, and they burned all the old history books to make sure that nothing existed. It, if you don't, if you just ignore it and pretend like shit never happened, then we yeah. never get to learn from that lesson. Yeah. Like now, there's no longer a lesson.
0: And I really disliked this quote. Whenever they were asking about it. He says, I'm against book burning of any kind, but this disagree. is our book, and we're allowed to take out a chapter.
1: Okay, so then you're not against book burning of any kind. Then. Exactly. You're totally for it, in fact, is what you just said. Yeah. So what you are is a fucking dirty liar, and this is why The Simpsons has sucked for the last 10 to 12 years anyway. hmm
0: So. Yeah, he was quoted as James Brooks, the uh, executive yeah. producer. It feels clearly the only choice to make.
1: Really? That's the only choice to make? Not just to be like... Hey, uh, this fucking episode is, I don't know, 20 years old at this point.
0: More than that, probably, yeah.
1: And, um, let's see. Oh, first aired in 91, so it's older than me, for Christ's sakes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, the only choice we have is to completely pull it, as opposed to just being like, hey, our show's been around for fucking 30-something years at this point. We're gonna probably make some shit that doesn't work for today's life. Yeah, that's how things evolve. Yeah. We're creators, we're trying to create something good. But no, instead you tuck your dick between your legs and you dance around like fucking Buffalo Bill. So
0: I'm really happy I have this on DVD already, so I can watch it anytime I want because you can fucking save that they're removing it from effort. syndication, from Simpsons World on FX, and from future prints of D V D sets.
1: Jesus. So What a Yikes. fucking what a joke. What a fucking joke that is. Is fucking Disney own them too? Oh they will soon, won't they? It's Fox. <laughs> oh, that's Fox television, so oh, okay, yeah. okay. Never mind then. A fucking bunch of That's a good
0: point Like If they do make another movie I guess that would still be Because Fox owns Their TV rights So they yeah. would not own the, Any movie
1: rights also So Yeah And this, the Simpsons movie Made a pretty Decent amount of money mm-hmm. I know I went and saw it Yeah They talked was, about making another one It was it was about two years Before I stopped watching The Simpsons To be honest with you yeah. I was obsessed with The Simpsons I adored them I loved The Simpsons Oh yeah and then, about two years after their movie came out, they really started to suck, and I stopped mm-hmm. watching The Simpsons. Started watching Futurama instead, which <laughs> I love. Yeah, and still holds up. Futurama's amazing.
0: We got some early reviews now for our upcoming Ooh, show yeah. coming this weekend. Actually, Love, Death, and Robots. Can't yeah. wait. So I just had a couple of highlights. I wanted. To, I don't want to spoil it too <laughs> much, you know. Of course. Um. Yeah, it's coming March fifteenth. So that, that tomorrow actually. So mm-hmm. it comes out tomorrow. 18 animated shorts varying between 5 and 17 minutes in length. Ooh, I love it. It's the epitome of cool, an ambitious, dazzling, fucked-up fever dream that hops between genres and animation styles to deliver an all-you-can-eat buffet of weirdness. (laughs) (laughs) I love
1: it. Yeah. Oh, there's no unified theme or message. Some are dark and nihilistic, others poetic and hopeful. A few are even surreal or openly comedic. The overall verdict
0: for fans of heavy metal, liquid television, and Adult Swim. Love, Death, and Robots seems like a natural evolution of the medium. Bigger, bolder, and more brazen.
1: It's like three of my favorite things, so there we go.
0: Yeah.
1: It's not immune to the issues that plague most anthologies, since some stories are more repetitive or derivative than others, but many of the worlds are so fascinating they'll inevitably leave you wanting more, as all good short fiction does. This is one visual acid trip that's worth taking, even if your mileage may vary. I am so excited for yeah. this fucking shit, dude. I've been, like, hyped for this ever since we talked about it.
0: Overall, they gave it an 8 out of 10, saying, Love, Death, and Robots is an ambitious, dazzling, fucked-up fever dream that's equally likely to disgust or delight you. That's
1: exactly what I want in my media. <laughs> Every part of that. That's all I want. Oh, God. Man, our, my fucking weekend's so busy, too. I'm not going to be able to watch it, probably. What a bummer. <laughs> Damn it. That really bums me out. Oh, I can't wait, though.
0: Moving on to our requisite we have to have a topic pretty much every week now mm-hmm. leading up to the premiere but game okay, of thrones new news yeah uh they interviewed martin again and he says he hasn't read the scripts for the final season hasn't even been able to visit the set because he's been working on winds of winter
1: oh uh, sure you are
0: i know some of the things but there's a lot of minor character arts that they'll be coming up with on their own and of course they passed me up several years ago there may <laughs> be important discrepancies yeah so you know stay I'm tuned you, I'm you still good. need to read the books
1: That is true. I haven't finished all of them. I only read the first two. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm telling you, man. I think he's got them all finished, and he's just not going to release them until he dies because he doesn't want to live with whatever the fucking blowback is going to be. Because once the show overtook the books, he kind of lost all of his shit. And nothing against George R. 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 Martin. He's a fucking fantastic writer. The Game of Thrones books are beautifully written. I love them. There are parts of the books that I wish were in the show that aren't, like uh, Lady Stoneheart, one of my favorite characters. Um I really think that he's finished all the books and he just won't release them until he dies. Yeah. In all honesty, is, is what I think it is. Yeah, I mean obviously there's gonna be di- there's been differences the whole fucking time and they mm-hmm. and they did pass him up. It would be hilarious if he let Jon Snow stay dead in the books, if he was just like, Yeah, fuck all of you. <laughs> Jon <laughs> Snow's gone. Fuck you. I really do think that George R. R. Martin I don't know if they're gonna do this in the show or not. But I do think that in the books, I think he's gonna go with just a sad ending, like a total like tragedy ending. And yeah. I think that at least in the books, I think the Night King and the winner wins. I really do. I don't know if they're gonna win in the show. I have no fucking clue what is gonna happen, I'll be yeah, honest with you. I'm yeah, so yeah. lost in the It's this gonna point. be a fun ride. <laughs> I don't even want it. I'm so nervous.
0: We'll finish out with a few video game topics. This next one really kind of piqued my interest. I thought it was really something that I could see you doing. Oh, yeah. So it's a Fallout 76 story about a player that they found. This is on Destructoid where he created a death trap for new players, and it's pretty amazing. <laughs> so if you want to go ahead and read through that one. Sure. It's a pretty short one. Okay,
1: uh, Fallout 76 might be a mess, but there's hope on the horizon with several big DLC drops and, of course, a ton of user-created content. Fallout 76 is a fucking joke. Don't buy it. That includes the newest video from YouTube user A Swift Kick in the Junk. Hilarious name. Mm-hmm. Well done, sir. Who created their own death maze to trap players in. The madman lures people in like the Pied Piper with a wave emote, then swiftly locks them in to be mauled by his pet death claw, <laughs> <laughs> which you can tame by way of an endgame skill. Naturally, he gets to watch from above like Jigsaw and continues to emote slash taunt them. I'm amazed at the little details with the maze itself, like the promising win prizes sticker right near the entrance. Yeah. So oh. we can
0: cut this out later, but you gotta watch some of this. Okay, this yeah, great, let's,
1: yeah, let's watch this real quick. Yeah,
0: you get. The, it goes on a little more longer. Oh, yeah. God, that's amazing. I was like, that is totally something Zach would do.
1: Oh, fuck, yeah. It almost makes me wish I would have bought fucking Fallout 76. <laughs> that is hilarious. This guy built a giant, like... Uh, maze labyrinth that you can never get out of, mm-hmm. and then just lures new fucking players in there. There's a shit ton of doors in it that just open to walls, which is <laughs> probably my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, and then there's just the fucking death claw running around. Right. There's is... all these
0: like low level people, like they have no chance against a death claw. <laughs> yeah,
1: they're like level one. The death claw is <laughs> level 21. Fucking death claws are huge in 76, by the way. Did you see how big that fucking thing was? Yeah. Oh, God, that is <laughs> fucking hilarious. I love it so much. He's living your best life. I think. Yeah, that guy is the man. <laughs> I love it. He he should message me on Twitter, and we will get him on this fucking podcast.
0: <laughs> so we got Google is teasing its future of gaming. Don't know much information yet. It's coming next week, but a lot of hints that it's going to be some kind of like a streaming service, kind of like a like a cloud-based thing. Would mm-hmm. You could log in on any browser, basically, and oh, okay. stream a game that runs on their servers up in the cloud, so you don't actually have to do the processing on your phone or anything. Oh. So you could actually play, like, high-end AAA games on your phone, essentially, just Ooh. through a browser. Nice. So, seemed pretty neat. Excellent. Want to tune in more next week, find out what it is, but oh, yeah, I just wanted to bring really it up. Cool. Thought it was neat. Some fun news I know you'd be excited for. Oh, yeah. Master Chief Collection is coming to PC. Excellent. And it's actually coming to Steam also. They've worked out a deal.
1: Ooh, really? Yeah. God, I so wish I had so, a better fucking PC or I'd just buy it like on that. That player so, base is about
0: to explode. Oh like, my it's God, been kind of hard sometimes finding some multiplayer matches, but
1: like, it's going to
0: be getting huge soon.
1: Yeah. That's sort of what I've been excited about with uh, Apex Legends getting so big lately mm-hmm. is that uh, the player base for Titanfall 2 is kind of starting to jump up a little bit now. So, again, which is right. nice because it's legit god there's nothing against halo titanfall 2 might be my favorite first person shooter you think so really tighter controls for sure halo has a great story and probably the greatest i uh, know how big of a halo fan you are i adore (laughs) halo uh halo has a fucking fantastic story amazingly fun multiplayer and in all honesty probably the greatest uh fucking orchestra work for a soundtrack I've really? ever heard. In wow! I I'm gonna have to check. Movie, this out. music, anything. Have you ever played Halo? Any of the Halos? Hmm? No,
0: no. I'm saying the Titanfall.
1: Oh, Titanfall Two. Yeah. No, I was talking about Halo. No, I know, but
0: I'm saying like you.
1: But even still, you I saying how good that is, I'm like, wow. He's he's still gonna say Titanfall's better. Titanfall Two has a better. Con- it's just tighter controls. Granted, Titanfall Two was made like 20 years later, so it's not all Halo's fault. Halo's amazing. There's yeah. nothing against Halo. I love Bungie. I'm still one of the few people playing uh, Destiny. So. <laughs> I, I love you, Bungie. I have nothing against you, and I love Master Chief, and I love Halo. And uh oh fuck, man, they, they got them all. Oh, even ODS. He's gonna be on there. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yep. Cool. And Reach. Excellent. Oh, I fucking love Halo so much. Yeah. Is there anything better than the fucking opening song to Halo? Oh man. You man. remember that, mm-hmm. like on this, on the start menu when you'd open that game, like Halo oh. Three. Oh. Fucking get your dick hard. <laughs> love halo so much mm-hmm. fucking the voice actor for master chief too i forget the guy's name is uh amazing. steve downs yes that's it he is amazing yeah halo was so good that i read the halo books
0: i've heard some of them are
1: bad they're actually not bad the, the one that i uh, one of my favorite ones was like literally the start of the spartan like program where they find john in like an orphanage basically and then he becomes master chief nice is, is pretty fucking dope there's a great moment in the book at least where you know they all have to go through like the Spartan where they get like genetically altered basically to be super soldiers where they're all like fucking seven feet tall and super fast and everything else mm. and then half the class like because of the way it works they don't make it so they're in like they're super smart still but they're in like wheelchairs and shit because the thing didn't work and that's the first thing John does whenever he's promoted is he goes and salutes all the boys in the uh, wheelchair to thank them for their sacrifice wow so let's just show you the kind of person that Master Chief is, and he's the last Spartan, and there's a reason why. Fucking Halo rules, I'm so happy it's coming to the PC. I might have to buy a good PC for this, this would save me from having to buy an Xbox. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and speaking of PC news, GOG, I don't know if you're familiar with them, good old games. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Yeah. Do a lot of work trying to make sure the old games run on current Windows platforms. Yeah, make them
1: all, uh, what's the word? Compatible. Hmm. Yes. Look at so that. Found my own word today.
0: They've announced that they've partnered with Blizzard, and for the first time, Diablo is going to work for modern PCs. The original Diablo with full Battle.net support. Oh,
1: I love Diablo. So much. I know. That's that, a great series. That's one you can put on my fucking phone right now. That mm-hmm. is all I will. I will be doing is playing oh, yeah. fucking Diablo. Although to be fair, i be honest with you, this might get me some hate mail. I think Diablo 2 is better.
0: No. Yeah, it is. is fair. Okay. No. Yeah. Just making sure. For sure.
1: I don't yeah. want to piss anybody off. But no, I, don't I, don't I,
0: I think that's a Fairly common, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, the whole series is
1: just fun. Oh, fucking Diablo is so good. Please. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't played Diablo 3 yet. I really oh, need really? to. Oh, yeah. It was, I thought it was on sale on the PlayStation a couple weeks ago. It turns out it was just the DLC for the the Necromancer patch. Oh, okay, Or whatever, yeah. so it was mm-hmm. like, that was $9. I thought Diablo 3 was $9. I got super excited, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. So I'll eventually buy it and play it. Yeah. Maybe we if it gets really cheap, we can both get it. We'll oh, can yeah, play for it, sure, like, yeah. i like jump over it. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I love Diablo. Oh, yeah. But, you yeah, know, speaking of the fucking Google thing, you want to talk about games you can put on my phone, fucking put either of the Diablo games right now on my phone, and I will need three extra battery packs a day, because that's all I'll be fucking doing. Oh, hell
0: yeah. I love Diablo. This was uh, a different article, but it really sounds like something about it just really caught my interest, so I was going to bring it up to you. We've talked before, I think, about Harvest Moon, like cool. farming-type games, farming yeah. simulator games. Yeah. Enjoy them every once in a while. They they're can not be bad. exciting. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I like Minecraft. And, yeah. th- and things like that. Okay,
0: so, so this is a game called Atomic Crops, or Atomic Crops. I don't know how you really yeah. say, it, but um, they're blending Bullet Hell, like space shoot 'em up game, yeah. with a farming sim. <laughs> so yeah, watch some of
1: this. I think you'll like it. I think I'm already in. Yeah. Oh, I am one thousand percent into this. <laughs> yeah. No, I am one thousand percent sold on this. We are yeah. in. Was this coming out on?
0: Uh, everything, it sounds like. Excellent. Yeah. We're, we're good, PC then. and consoles okay. later this year.
1: This will be getting bought by me, for sure. Yeah. Oh, Ikaruga. I love that game. hmm Yeah, I love the old, like, space shooters. That shit's yeah. like so fucking, the tits.
0: Mm-hmm. That's like, just a fun, like, just like I don't know. Oh, I'm gosh. gonna try it, for sure. It
1: looks amazing. It was a great fucking trailer, too. I, love, mm-hmm. I also love, the trailer's hilarious, and it sold me on it, and there was like 10 seconds worth of gameplay. which is mm-hmm. a really funny bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if they can keep that humor up throughout the story, that'll be great.
1: That's exactly what you want. No, that looks amazing. I can't wait. Yeah.
0: And this article, I like. This is going to be fun. So, this is another destructoid article. Have you heard about this with Aldi's? No, but I or, shop at Aldi's. So. Okay, well, uh, go ahead and read through this here.
1: Okay, do you want me to read the title as well? Or? Uh,
0: Yeah, I think so, because it'll just kind of...
1: <laughs> if your parenting skills are terrible, Supermarket Aldi's Tea Time Takedown might be for you. Because why discuss anything with your children? Did you know that it's impossible for children today to, to do things outside of video games? They can't leave the house or go to the park or hang out with their friends or eat dinner with their families. They literally cannot do any of these things because they are playing video games 24-7. Britain has even started closing all of its schools because children never show up for lessons anymore. Or at least that's the long-given impression of kids in video games, a tired media stereotype that has been prodding at adults from as far back as when I was a child. And that was a long time ago, folks. Still, if you are wholly unable to restrict your child's time with Fortnite or the Snorks <laughs> or whatever the kids are into these days, <laughs> then the UK division, okay, it's huh. the UK division of supermarket Aldi which has nothing to do with the video game nor the parenting industry, has the answer. Tea Time Takedown is an upcoming promotion designed to get kids back into the real world. And best of all, it requires no responsibility (laughs) to make it happen. (laughs) Simply hand over your child's gamer tag to the grocery outlet and between March 22nd and March 31st, Aldi may send a squad of professional gamers to hunt them down in-game and take them (laughs) out, ostensibly sending them to the dinner table where you can discuss why you failed them on a social and disciplinary level. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure if anyone's clued Aldi into the concept of respawns. I won't deny that I appreciate Aldi's prices and that those prices help a lot of struggling families, but this promotion seems to be ill-advised, reaching somewhat outside of their comfort zone of low-priced food and into parental child psychology. (laughs) Regardless, If you'd prefer your local grocer encouraging your child's familial growth rather than yourself, then you can register for Tea Time Takedown right here. Here's hoping that the tea time you spend together will afford you the opportunity to talk to your child about their hobbies, learn a little about why they find video games so exciting a pastime, and perhaps implement your own fair rules about restricting their usage. You know, like a parent's. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. The only thing I'm sad about is that it's not happening in the U.S. because I would spend so much money to give all of my friends gamer tags to that just to <laughs> fuck with them constantly. Oh, that's all I would want to do. Yeah. Is just throw like yours and Ruben's gamer tag out there. and Just be like, yeah, take him down. <laughs> no more. And then just be like the fucking Julius Caesar. The, the, the fucking, the Colosseum. Yeah. No. <laughs> Finish him. So awesome, Aldi's, way to, I mean, it's the UK, what do you expect, there's no fucking uh, freedom there, so that's what happens. (laughs) Pay grocery stores to beat your children in Fortnite, instead of beating them with a shoe like you should, like we do here in the good old US of A. Well, your mom was a notary, she'd beat you with a stamp, but still. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I still have the marks to prove it. For the last article, this was just kind of fun, uh, computer nerding out, so, Google actually calculated Pi today to 31.4 trillion digits
1: and broke a world record. <laughs> I get it, because it's Pi Day. Yeah, 3.14. 4, yeah. 3.14. 4, 4, 9, 9, that's all I
0: know. They managed to crunch it. Uh, where was it? Here it is, yeah. They actually started the calculation on September the 22nd, 2018, and it ended on January 21st, 2019. Jesus. Over the 121 days, Google used 96 virtual CPUs. 1.4 terabytes of ram
1: jesus
0: read nine petabytes of data and wrote 7.95 petabytes of data
1: what the fuck <laughs> how does that exist yeah like that much of a, anything <clears throat> yeah can exist is insane to yeah. me yeah
0: they hook together there's like a, a ton of their supercomputers up in the cloud Like,
1: that's insane though i think pi <laughs> kind of pisses me off like how dare you just never end yeah. fucking pick one you bastard
0: even Game of Thrones is going to end, and that's yeah. one of the greatest things. Ever. And
1: how often do you use pi in your real world? Like never. No. Yeah, I agree. Fucking asshole number, Weird fucking unending derivative or whatever the fuck you call it, integers? <laughs> I know some.
0: Those, those computer statues kind of blew my mind. Like.
1: Oh, I know the fucking like over terabytes terabyte and RAM. terabytes and everything. Yeah. It's just like what the <laughs> fuck, man! Like, yeah. you're getting into like. You start talking that kind of just amount of anything, Yeah, you're talking, like, universal measurements where, like, our brains basically can't comprehend them. Right. Like, it's the same like reason... you even
0: burn, like, server racks and stuff. How big of a rack would you need for something that huge? <laughs>
1: uh, honestly, you'd be surprised. Really? With the servers that they have nowadays, you'll have, like, 1.2 terabytes per hard drive, and you'll have, like, 26 te- uh, hard drives in a server. Really? So, yeah, so you've got, like, what is that coming out to, you? like... 33 point something terabytes of data in one server, and then yeah. you have twenty of those in a rack. And you're just like, how the fuck do you use that much data? Like, yeah. what is the what are you doing? <laughs> but uh yeah, no, it's shit like that, like numbers that big are the reason that we have a flat Earth society. Is because our brains literally cannot comprehend that kind of size and like amount. Which is why when people are like well, I mean, if the earth's round, how come my house doesn't slide down the street? Fucking prove that to me, you liberal. <laughs> no, and that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. No, you, you can't prove the earth's round except for a million tons of pictures or the fact that if you go to the ocean and look out, you can literally see a curve on it. But, you know, be an asshole. That's fine. That's because your eyes are round. Yeah. And make sure you don't vaccinate your children either. <laughs> Have you ever seen one of my favorite things ever, where I think it was Elon Musk tweeted, uh, how come there's not a Flat Mars society? And the Flat Earth Society tweeted back to him, like, uh, Mr. Musk, that's because we have pictures of Mars being around and it was like, holy like, do you hear the words that are coming out of your fucking mouth? Wow. Are you aware of the how dumb you fucking are? <laughs> Uh, anyway thanks google for yeah. spending all of that money and time <laughs> and we'll never use that we mm. really appreciate oh, mm. i mean until skynet starts i'm sure that's the launch codes for skynet yeah so, <laughs> <sighs> okay so that was all our topics we yeah. do have one question today we do yeah we got a, a okay. listener
0: question uh let me get to is it. it really a listener or is it just somebody that found us on twitter and sent us a
1: question no it's a Bob. Oh. it's a it's a Bob. It's a listener named bob. <laughs> it's, it's bob. I thought it was gonna be like
0: one of the Bobs from Alpha Space. <laughs> it's fucking S
1: Bob. Oh. <laughs> hey Bob. <Yeah>. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your guys is firing go real well. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, here we go. Right. So, uh, S Bob tweeted recently to the show. Shame on Big Guy ACV. For- Whoa incorrectly identifying which Spider-Man movie had vindicated on it as we cleaned Spider-Man 2 a million times, and this was Shit. the best part. So, okay. first off, there is a call-out to this question, okay. so yeah. I had to get that in there for you. Let's wow. all ring the shame bell for you. All right. <clears throat> you will walk naked down the street after this podcast is over. Mm-hmm. It's really windy out, though. Yeah, gotta blow that, that pecker all around. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a fucking windsock. Anyway, uh. so... Espel's question is, who would you guys want to cast as Master Chief in the upcoming Halo live-action series? Hmm. Well, that's almost like a trick question. Because it's just going to be a guy
0: in a suit. You never see his face.
1: But still, you know, you never know. So it
0: doesn't really matter. Like, you're just
1: basically casting a voice is all it is. Not just a voice. I mean, you need to have the physical ability. I mean, you like could put in, anybody in that scene, though. It language doesn't have to should. be the actor. Yeah, but I like to pretend that the actor's going to be in there. Yeah. So.
0: Okay. Yeah. I guess it's more appropriate for the question. Yeah.
1: I mean, you don't have to be mad just because you were fucking wrong on which Spider Man movie Vindicated was on. So I, I am, though. That's I what am, you're I, doing. Yeah. You're just trying to shit on Bob's question because yeah. he fucking called you out like the bitch that you are. Like the bitch he is. <laughs> Get that notarized. I'm going to get this tweet notarized. <laughs> Not by my mom, you won't. Well, fuck notary- There's other notaries out there, I assume. Not as good, Nope. That's fair. I don't know. I don't know how many notaries are in the world. Is there a limited number of notaries? There can be only one. I knew it. It's like the Highlander. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Now I'm into notaries. Notaries seem awesome to me. <laughs> All
0: right, answer the question. I mean, out of anybody that I know, you know more Halo knowledge than anyone, so I think you, you should play
1: you always do that is when he throws that out And you're like well, I don't know you well you fuck Cause you know I'm gonna say yeah I know. Cause I'm a fucking Narcissist Yeah You don't no, think
0: there's anything You can't um, do So you know like, yeah, I could try that
1: yeah. Except know what a notary is Until I finish the kergan <laughs> It's a highlighter joke For the six people Who still watch highlighter Besides me I don't know I was thinking about this question On the way here And I kinda Oh so you cheated the first name well, I mean, the fucking Twitter's on my phone, it just pops up. The first thing that kinda came to my mind and I kinda think isn't a bad idea, follow me on this. What do you think about John Barenthal? Hmm.
0: Okay. Right? He's proven he can do the, the gun toting style with yeah. the Punisher and Walking Dead also. So. And he'd have
1: like the like he's he's got that good kinda like foreboding body language mm. and he's got a decent voice. <laughs> I mean, usually he's playing his, like, own, like, fake little voice, but he's got a good, like, actual speaking voice. Yeah. That's the only problem. You gotta find somebody who has that fucking dope pass like, mm. finishing this fight, sir. Like, yeah. that kind of shit, because you need that. I'm not against John Barenthal. Okay. The only problem is, that, like, if you use a big-name actor, they're gonna want to take that helmet off at some point. They're mm-hmm. not gonna keep the helmet on the yeah. whole time. And that's kind of the fun about Master Chief is that helmet stays on. Because then it's, it, it's a sense of projection. It's like the fucking Twilight books where it's like you just put your own self in the Master Chief armor. You know what I
0: mean? You just compared Halo to Twilight?
1: No, I compared the... I'm not comparing anything. I'm pointing out similarities in storytelling. Okay. Where you make a protagonist who is not empty... Faceless in some way, okay. to where the reader or the listener, whoever is enjoying the media, can project them themselves on to that protagonist, mm. and then they get more connected to the series. Like, are you going to tell me you didn't think of yourself as the Master Chief when you were playing fucking Halo?
0: No, because I'm terrible at those games, and uh, Master Chief would never be that bad, missing was,
1: all those headshots. I totally felt like the Master Chief, especially playing the single player campaign. Yeah. You didn't feel like the master chief playing those? I mean kind of, but just like a really bad one. You still felt like the master chief though. Yeah, sort that's of. what I'm saying. Sort of. That's the point that I'm making. <laughs> and so that's what kind of helps with those stories, but if you get a big name actor, they're going to want to put a fucka- they're going to want to take the helmet off. Well fuck it, just save some money and get the guy who did the actual voice, yeah. and then just go find a seven-foot-tall dude to wear the fucking armor, there who's go. good at body language acting. That's what I'm saying. And then just essentially make a live-action Halo movie. <laughs> <laughs> like Just copy all of the cutscenes 100%, mm-hmm. even copy some of the firefights.
0: Right. You can even get the voice of Cortana mm-hmm. back, too. Yeah, and,
1: oh, you better get the fucking voice of Cortana back, because that's so good. You notice how much hotter she got every game, by the oh, way? Yeah. She got curvier every fucking game. What was up yeah, with that? And more evil, but... Mm, yeah, was my, that awesome. was my favorite part. That's what made her even more sexy. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I mean, basically just uh, copy all the cutscenes. uh Just get, like, some random seven-foot dude to wear the really good-looking armor and mm-hmm. just have him be really good at, like, body language and have the normal voice actor do the voices and then just uh, use the exact same uh, soundtrack that you used. And we're good. I mean, you gotta fucking...
0: Well, you know what we could do in order to kind of one-up it? We can go the same way Muddle Gear Solid did. You fire the original actor and you get Kiefer Sutherland because he could really take over.
1: That really uh, made me uh, I know I'm pushing those buttons. I never knew why they had fired David Hader in the first place. To be yeah. Honestly, I mean, a, unless David Hader just read the storyline for that and was like, this is fucking stupid. Why are we making that? And then yeah. Daoki Jim was like, get out of office! <laughs> Give me Jack Bauer! Get him in here right now! <laughs> He's
0: done protecting the president. He's going to protect us.
1: Chloe, I need the schematics to Hideo Kojima's office. I'm in the air vents. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'm going to stop Metal Gear. Send me the schematics, Otacon. That was actually pretty close to the actual side yeah. with. <laughs> Colonel, can you read me? Well, yeah, I don't think John Barenthal would be a bad choice, but I really just think you should just literally uh, photocopy the games because the games are perfect. They're yeah. good. Oh, yeah. We almost story don't beats need, and everything, yeah. Oh, story, everything, music, fucking gameplay, the visuals, all of it, mm-hmm. the voices, the acting. We almost don't even need the live series to be honest with you. Like, I could literally pull up just YouTube and just like search like Halo cutscenes, even, and not even see like the middle parts, and still mm-hmm. watch that and be entertained. They're fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's one of those games, kind of like, uh, like like Metal Gear Solid, like uh, Bioshock that are just so cinematic in themselves that you don't need a movie but still john barrenthal wouldn't be a bad choice
0: another he's one to add to that list and i'm excited because i'm going to actually get to play him soon now is uh, uncharted i've heard those are very oh, cinematic and really amazing fun. Yeah, my, my co has got the the trilogy of the old remastered ones i have it too buddy well he's let me borrow it so
1: you had to do is ask me
0: I, did, I thought you were all digital
1: no, huh. no, I have physical copies of some things. Okay. I have physical copies of that and uh, Uncharted Four. So okay. if you need well, Uncharted Four, let me know. All right. Oh, the Uncharted games are amazing. Yeah. You're essentially playing an Indiana Jones movie. It's nice. it's so much fun, and Nathan Drake's a great protagonist. I'm excited for it. You'll you'll love him. I'm I'm telling you that right now. There's no way you won't like those games. All right, I think uh, is that it. I don't Think so. I think that's a pretty good podcast. Yeah, there's a lot of shit we got there. I hope that was. Uh, Enough of an answer for you, S. Bob. I know I kind of like deflected it like a politician, mm-hmm. and that wasn't out of disrespect. It's just no, it that was. I think the Halo games are already so perfect that we almost don't need a live action series. But if we get one, I wouldn't be mad about John Barenthal playing the Master Chief. Yeah, and he's free now. Punisher. Done, yeah, so. he ain't doing anything. <laughs> Disney killed the Punisher, so who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I hope that answered your question, S. Bob. Please keep sending them in. Uh, that goes for all of you guys, uh, as always. And girls. Guys and girls Lads, 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 lads <laughs> Sorry, that's a joke um, Yeah, everyone listening Please keep sending in the questions, the comments The concerns The uh, appointments for Getting Zach into Rehab, whatever it is that you want to send us Please send them, I will read them on this podcast I guarantee I might edit it out, but you can read it yeah. You might edit it out, but I will be reading it okay. Regardless, and then if you do edit it out I'll call it out on Twitter and if you want to see me call out America's Sweetheart Andrew on Twitter, never happened. you can follow me at Melch Knows best on Twitter. Follow me, send me all your questions, your comments, your concerns. Watch me tweet about Tom Brady's hair and the blues and drinking and things that I like that don't involve the last four things I just mentioned. And then watch my slow spiral into insanity. It's a lot of fun. I'm trying to speed it up, but it's still pretty slow, yeah. <laughs> you can also follow America's Sweetheart on uh, Twitter. He is mm-hmm. at BigGuyACV. Follow us both, actually. You don't have to choose. This isn't one of those podcasts. We're friends. Well, for now. You can be both. You can be Team Zach and Team Andrew. There's nothing wrong with that. It's A two Z. Not A and Z. We're we together. We can be roo Yeah. What about Ack? <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Oh, also, you can follow our show on Twitter, get all the updates for our new episodes, learn about all the new uh, fucking concerts that are going to be happening with Hookie. Thanks again, guys. Giant shout out for you. Uh, really appreciate the uh, theme song. Loving it. It's fucking dope. Oh, yeah. And you will get all their concert updates through them as well. You can follow them at Hookie St. Louis. On Twitter, get on that motherfucker. Make sure you guys follow them, and if you do follow them, send them a message. Tell them that uh, we we sent you there. Let them know Ooh. how how much they'll be care. Look at you, that's almost professional. I know, right? I, I kind of I'm getting good at this. We're gonna get an ad read soon. I know. We're, we're, I'm getting good at. This. I can't wait for ad reads because yeah. they're gonna last a day mm. <laughs> until I ruin them. Cool. And I'm like, yeah, buy this so the Jews can make more money.
0: You <laughs> need to cut that bit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, you guys can also follow us on the actual show. if you're After you get done following Hookie St. Louis, at Hookie St. Louis, once you get done following them, make sure to stop by the show's uh, Twitter. Follow us uh, at The A2Z Show. It's the number two, of course. You already know that. You know what it is. Send us all the questions, comments, concerns, funny links, um roast either of us at any time feel free we're always down for that we love getting made fun of porn links uh, really good recipes that you saw for cornbread anything really send us it all and if you have something you want to send that doesn't fit into the 240 characters that the nazis at twitter want to make you use you can also send something out at gmail we are a 2 ask at gmail.com you can send anything you want on there we would prefer if you didn't send viruses or anything I mean, illegal there's still a file I mean, you can only attach a file <laughs> so big But that is fair until Google lets us use those like fucking parabyte terabyte shit they were using to make pie but yeah other than that that's how to get a hold of us as always like I said send in anything really anything at this point I don't care I'm so desperate I just want attention let us know that you're loving this show because we love you guys you are all the best Thanks again for listening. I hope you had fun. Var, did you have a good time?
0: It was. It was a fun episode. This was a fun episode. Not quite looking forward to editing it. It's kind of long, but you know, I'll get long. through it. I'll get
1: through it. No, I believe in you. You're strong. Thanks. Let's finish this fight. Ooh. Now, now <laughs> I'm motivated. Now we're in. Now we're ready. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> All right, guys. We love you so much. Nice. That is so good. That gets you so fucking motivated. You're kidding me off track. You're really bad at letting me close this podcast out. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. we, We love you so much. Thanks again for listening. I love you, Varble. As always, you're not drunk until you have to hold on to the grass to keep from falling onto the earth. I love you. Have a good night.